The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Can't get enough. No, Sorry? can't get it. Um. Oh, that's embarrassing. So whip. So whip. Is it or is it rockets at the end of his guitar? Lasers. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Ace Frehley. Last week, we were off. Huh? Who cares? Does this sound okay to you? It sounds okay to you. Fine, who cares? Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. It's safe to come out now. BJ and the C word have gone. The kids are back. The kids are back. We're not in. I couldn't give a stuff about those supercilious twits. Let's call them that. Well done, everybody, for making several hours of entertaining, thought-provoking radio. But you know what? It ain't my bag. So... 
I'm Ian Lee. Who are you? Catherine Boyle. Beautiful. We've got Sam. Good evening, Sam. He's waving. That's radio. Someone's got to tell him it's a, an audio-based medium. Um, hmm. So we saw several older rockers last week. We took nights off because... Uh, shut up now. We took nights off because um, I wanted to hear what scumbags would phone up Howard Hughes when I wasn't in. And I kept a list of all the scumbags that, that have tried to, to shaft me and dump on me over the past three or four years that now don't phone my show because you're crazy. I heard you phoning Howard's show. Well, you know what? You're crazy. I'm loco. So that was interesting. Um, but we took two yeah. nights off because I think that some things are more important than work. Yeah. I think pleasure. And those old men are going to die soon. Um, are you threatening Howard Hughes? Nope. Okay. Um, but if he does die, can we clip that bit, please, Sam, and send it to the court? Those old men are going to die. So Thursday last week, we went to the O2 Arena to see Simmons, Stanley, and the other two that aren't original members. Keith! Hello, everybody! We can do the best Paul Stanley's impression. Yeah! It took me two days to stop talking like that! No, Paul Stanley! Are you ready? I can't hear ya! I wanna rock and roll! <laughs> I wanna come out and meet ya! But you gotta invite me! <laughs> it was insane. He talks like, no wonder his voice is messed up. He talks like that all the time. I'd like a decaf skinny latte, please! No, I don't want a bagel! That's what he's like all the time. Love him. All the time. Is my drag clean and ready? <laughs> I can hear ya! Yes, He was the funniest, right? And here's the bit show. where Paul Stanley won my heart forever. Paul, St they all do solos. You probably know this if you're Kiss fans, but I had never been to a Kiss gig before, so no. this was all a complete surprise. The fact that they don't just save the pyros for the end of the concert. No, they're going off every the song. Whole, the whole, every song. They shot rockets out of their guitars just because they could, right? <laughs> Love Gun. Love Gun is a song about, I think, penises, right? In fact, a lot of their songs are about penises. Or fannies. But don't tell the kids that were there and singing along wearing their kiss makeup with their parents. I mean, some of them were wearing full kiss outfits and wigs and it was a hot night. But it was just, just such a brilliant um, atmosphere. But my favourite part was when Paul Stanley Lee stood on kiss. basically what was it like the upside down metal tennis racket, right? Yeah, yeah. He cocked his leg his 70, nearly 70 year old legs. Two hip replacements. Hole, two hip replacements. And rode out over the crowd. Over right? the O2 Arena. No carabiners. He wasn't clipped onto anything. No. He was just there That's with his leg through a hole, right? That is rock and roll. He got off that thing seamlessly. He rocked out. He wiggled his hips. He was wearing, what, what would you say? Five inch platforms? Oh, yes, easily. This is, this is an elderly gentleman. Bob Stanley from Kiss. Best thing I've ever seen. Um, can we just up Catherine's lights 12%, please? Thank you, Sam. Then the next day... Oh, by the way, their setting... Just a little bit further, Sam. Their setting was... was it good? They had these amazing bit of stage. Does that look all right to you, Samuel, on the screen? Thank you. Uh, this amazing kit bits of kit that they only use once. At the last song, there were these cranes that came up that Gene Simmons from Kiss and the guitarist from Kiss, who's not Ace Fraley, they stood on these cranes and then they slowly went over the audience and rode over... 
the audience. Now, that, those bits of kit must have cost tens of thousands of pounds each. They used it for one song. Yeah. Those guys gave it their all. Gene Simmons's tongue was barely in his mouth. I'm surprised it didn't go dry and drop off, right? It was out all the time. Yeah, yeah. he was licking his bass. He was licking the bass. I um, don't know how he played it. And then you then you tweeted about it just now. And then someone, someone, th- this is the thing, right? We're not 12-year-olds in the... Uh, in the playground arguing, Led Zeppelin are better than, uh, Black Sabbath. I don't think so. Have you not heard of it? Have you not heard Tommy Iommi? Oh, Tommy Iommi. The, the fellow, the guitar player from Led Zeppelin, whose name escapes me, Jimmy Page, I've just remembered it. Much better than Tommy Iommi. Really? I don't think so. Why have we got the same voice? I don't know. Because they were brothers. Twins, to be precise, in that situation. But you just tweeted out, Kiss, then some guy tried to call you out like it's 1978 and we're yeah. in the playground. It happens a lot when women talk about music. I noticed when Katie Puckrick did a documentary, a researched documentary, a finished piece for the BBC, nonetheless, she had blokes calling her out for yeah, not knowing about music. She, well, in fairness, Catherine, she was only an American doing a documentary about her favourite genre of American music. What the hell does she know? That she grew up with. What does she know about but yeah, this? Yeah, this guy said, uh, I want to see The Who, and uh, they didn't have any... Uh, uh, gimmicks or makeup. Shut up. Well, well Shut done. your face. I'll give you a gimmick. My fist in your face, <gasps> you scumbag. Was... I'll get Pete Townsend's guitar, the broken bit, and shove it right up your jacksie. Shut your face, scumbags. Paul smashed his guitar up. Yeah, and he, did, he copied quite a lot from them, actually. He sort of sung the microphone. So that was good. That was Thursday night. It Great. was so much oh, fun. Oh, get this right. So we drive to the O2 Arena, right? And I clocked that there was a hooky parking. I'm a big fan of hooky car parks. I like hooky car parks. They've closed them all down by Wembley Arena now. I used to be able to drive past Wembley Arena. It's on a, a, an industrial estate. And all the businesses of a big concert would open up their car parks that hold like 20, 30 cars and say, parking for a tenner. And you park. And sometimes it was legit. And sometimes it was just a blow, a, a cut open the, the bolt holding the car park to get, you know, the gate. The padlock, I believe, is what they, the technical term for the bolt. And, um, and he just took all the money, then ran. But I, as we're getting there, I clocked a car park on my left, 15 quid. There was a hooky car park, but I clocked it. So then we pull up to the O2 Arena. I haven't parked there for a long time. Last time I parked there for a concert, it was 20 pounds. So I drove up to the young lads, the lads, the geezers, the guys, the, the bras, as we call them now. Hey, bras. And I said, hey, bra. How much is parking? And he went, £35 in it. I went, goodbye. And, and we he just, laughed. I, I, I turned the car around and I went to the... £35 parking. So instead, we went to a girl with a bum bag. We're assuming she was working at that place. Who, who she knows? certainly took our money. Who knows? 15 quid. Happy with that. That's fine. Okay. So there's a little bit of fun. Then we get in and I said to Catherine, you um, are a lady... You are a lady. You are my best friend. You are a borderline alcoholic. Let me buy you a glass of wine. Excellent. Tick, tick, tick. So I went and got a glass of wine for £10. Yeah, it wasn't even massive, was it? £10 for a crappy glass of plastic beaker. For a beaker. Do you remember those beakers you used to get at school that were like, they were like gold? Do you remember like the gold... You, do you remember the... You won't say. What kind of school did you go to? Were they doing child sacrifices or something? You, do I not... Oh, three, four... By the way, you can call in. Sorry. Hopefully, I've, I've, I've had it assured to me by the boss. The phones are working. Well, in principle, you can call in. Let's see if you can call in. <laughs> the phone said it didn't work last week. 
the phone should work. If, let me, here's a tip. If you're on hold for more than two minutes, the phones ain't working. Okay? So put the phone down and try again. But the phones should be working. 0344 499 I can't be the only person. We don't normally do these do you remember school days kind of things, but I can't be the only person to remember the gold, like gold colored metal beakers that you would get at school. Do you know what? I'm old enough that they may even have been lead. We used to have in the, when I was in nursery, so when I was like four, we had a climbing frame that when I used to climb on it, it used to make my, all the bones in my body ache. Oh my God. Yeah. Like they would, like a really deep aching in the marrow. Now, would that have been lead? Would it have been a lead? Could you have, could we have had a lead climbing frame? Um, it's entirely possible. I, I would climb it. Could have been lead paint. Was it painted? It was, no, it was silver. It was, I, I would climb this climbing frame at the age of four, and after a very short time, all the bones, the marrow bones in my body would just ache in a really heavy, Gosh. really heavy, achy way. So, there was, so there was that. I possibly had a lead climbing frame. Um, but I can't be, we had these sort of gold, does he want to talk about the gold beakers? Let's, let's do it. Let's, let's, this could be it. This could be the one. Mike, gold beakers. Uh, no, I remember multicoloured beakers of a metal variety, but not specifically gold. These, we, I went to an impoverished school. We, well now, okay, we, what, we, we, these could be the same thing. What were the, what, what were the colours? Red and orange and pink and green, purple and orange and blue. You said orange twice. Yeah, it's red and yellow. Re I, see, this is how but I know it. If I was to do it off the top of my head, I would go red, red and orange and pink and green, purple and orange and blue. He's right, those no. are the words. No, red and yellow orange. and pink and green, purple Pur and orange. orange and blue. So you said orange twice. No, red and I yellow. I can sing a rainbow. Sing a, no, it's, I can sing a rainbow. Oh, but you can't sing a with your it. eyes. Listen with your... I remember listen with your eyes and thinking, whoa! Listen with your eyes, sing with your ears, play a tune on your, your bum! <laughs> <laughs> but Mike, were they... Well, they were metal, were they? I remember them being metal. I'm going to yeah. cut you off because someone has texted in with more information on this. Oh, wow. There we go. So, someone has texted in. Okay, this is an anonymous texter. We don't know who this is. This mystery person. This, this, this Howard Hughes, in both senses of the word, type figure. The cups were bronze coloured and bronze jugs too. And I, I would, would like to apologise. He's put his name on there. His name is Jason. Bronze. Oh. Bronze jugs and, uh, steady, steady, <laughs> steady, 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 steady. Steady. Bronze. Steady. Jugs. And bronze, um, cups. No, I remember like a, like a tarnished silver. Okay. And that's not, that's. Jug. Yeah. With, with a black handle. Steady. Steady at the back, please. Black handles. Um, no, oh no, we don't do black candles. We've only got white, white can, white candles. Oh, good. Good one. That's like the, um, that awful sketch by um, uh, Ronald and Ronald, the two Ronalds. 
<laughs> I remember the teachers had Pyrex cups that they used to walk round drinking coffee out of. Dirty bastards. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. It's going to be one a hell of a show tonight. This is the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle. Weeknights from ten. <laughs> Closing time conversation for tax inspectors, taxi drivers, and taxidermists. Great big talk for the wee small hours. You've been trolling me big time, mate. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh dear, what can the matter be? Three old ladies stuck in the lavatory. One blew off. I don't know that song. They've been there from Monday to Saturday. Nobody knew they were there. They'd be dead. They'd be dead by now. Three dead old women in the toilets come in Monday morning. You open. What's that stink? Oh my God! There's three dead old women in the toilets. They didn't survive World War Two for this. Oh three, four, four. It, do, do we now? We do we know for sure that the phones are working? Let's. I'm going to phone up. The radio station, because we had terrible, terrible trouble last week with the phones. Terrible trouble. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Terrible trouble with the phones. So let's see. Thank you for calling Talk Radio. Calls are charged at your provider's national rate. Your call will be answered. <laughs> Thank rates. you for holding. All right, it's working. All right. Well, in that case, in that case, why are we not getting any phone calls? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the phones are working. It's the concept of the show that's not working. I get it now. I get it now. Here's a depressing thought for all of my listeners. Right? This is a depressing thought for all of my listeners. As you know, the Talk Radio Facebook page is a cesspit of scum. Hate it. Only go on there to wind people up. I went on there to have a little look today. Most videos get, a good video on there from the show or from another show will get 30, 40, 50 comments. 50 comments is good. 50 comments is really good. There was a video from Christo Fufas in which he looked awful in it because he's got his jumper over his shoulders. He's, he's got it, uh, he's not wearing it. He's a got continental jump- style. Yeah, but tied up as well. Oh yeah. What is that about Christo? That Jeez. So, there's one by him and one by James Whale, and they've both got nearly 600 comments each. You know why? Because they are saying that it was right to send Tommy Robinson to prison for committing a crime. They've got the most comments. You know why? Because the thick Tommy Robinson supporters, and everyone who supports Tommy Robinson is thick, right? Go on there to defend him and stick up for him because they don't get the... It's a a stitch-up that he went to prison. It's a stitch-up. I was having an argument with someone the other day before I realised what I was doing and I just deleted it. I thought, there's no point. Someone who I've actually had... Who's who's actually... um, I've had good communication with before on Twitter sent me a microphone once. Really expensive bit of kit. And he... He's into freedom of speech. Well, yeah, he said... um, But he didn't break the rule, the law... The, um, the court had, it wasn't contempt of court because the court hadn't posted, they forgot to post that you're not allowed to broadcast this. How come everyone else knew? Well, I went, yeah, no, it, it was contempt of court. You don't, when, when, a, when, a, when there's a court case with a jury, 
You do not talk about that court case apart from reporting the fact of what happened in court that day. You certainly don't name the suspect, the, the, the people accused if they've not been named. You don't give any opinion on those stories until the jury have come back with a guilty or not guilty verdict. Then, then you can talk about it. You don't have to wait for the sentencing. Especially yeah. in sex cases. Yeah. Because you don't know if identifying the person who's been accused might be identifying the victim. So there's a reason why the police haven't identified it. You're not going along being a quote-unquote journalist by uncovering information that no one else is reporting in that kind of case. So, yeah, he balls So everyone's going, well, <laughs> and that's all the comments from people who don't understand the basics of law. People who are too thick mm-hmm. to ac- that accept that sometimes people break the law and they go to prison. And they're too thick to accept that their hero, their poster boy, this horrible tiny little racist, this thug, this this nasty piece of work, um, went to prison. And was actually so scared that he, he asked Donald Trump for asylum! For asylum! What a baby! Go to prison, do your, do your time. Um, uh, anyway, so I was arguing with people like that. I thought there's no point in arguing. Another argument, I'm, I'm just, let me just wrestle force UK getting on my nerves. Oh. WrestleForce UK. I, I, Paul, I'm going to come to you in a second. I'm, uh, hang on, let me just tweet them. Discussing this outrage. Uh, so I went to, um, lots to talk about. We haven't even spoken about Dylan and Neil Young yet. Um, but I went, well, I'll tell you a minute. Let's go to Paul, right? But I saw some wrestling at a local fete at the weekend. Jesus. I had to stop my boys watching it in the end, partly because it had finished, but partly... I'm trying to instill in my boys, I'm not one of these, you, you, win, no winners, everyone's a winner. No, you win, you win, you lose, you come second. I, I, I mean, you know, I, I appreciate if that. If you're pinned to the ground and cannot move, yeah. you're the loser. I, I, but I want fairness. Mm-hmm. I want fairness. And I saw a wrestling match at my local fate in High Wycombe on Sunday. If you're knocked out with a chair mm. and you can't move, you're the loser. Apparently organised by this Wrestle Force UK. Um, and suffice to say... The rules were not being adhered to. Mm-hmm. If a woman I was, hit you over the head with a guitar, there was no, there was no, there was no, you, 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 there was no guitars or you chairs. You get the there. idea. I do. Yeah, yeah. But there was cheating going on. I was telling the referee. There was shouting at the referee. He completely ignored me. There was a bloke out of the. The fight was going on outside of the ring. What? It was tag teams. There was a fight going on outside of the ring. There was a guy unconscious outside of the ring for about 90 seconds, two minutes. No St. John's ambulance, none of that. Where were those guys? Exactly. So, um, so, uh, WrestleForce UK, I would, I would like, if we can get someone on from WrestleForce UK, I would like to speak to them about their appalling, appalling, um, show at the weekend. Appalling. Good evening, Paul. Good evening. Appalling show, Paul. It was an appalling... I'm terribly sorry about that. It was cheating. It was cheating in front of my, my kids, and I do not like that. Um, it was... Uh, it was. What's the point of putting on a, a sporting event as part of a town and... Hang on, a town and country show, as this was, um, and then there's cheating. I'm going to be complaining to the council. I'm going to be complaining to the organisers. And uh, if anyone from WrestleForce UK is listening, 0344 499 As far as I'm concerned, you're scumbags. <laughs> Because they're justifying it. Let me read you. They've sent me a statement. They genuinely sent me a statement, right? This is their statement. In regards to the officiating that occurred last weekend at the Bucks Country Show and in general, all WrestleForce referees take their responsibilities very seriously 
and it's certainly not true to say they aren't interested in upholding the rules. While a lot of the WrestleForce competitors do abide by the rules, unfortunately there are some who do not. Kick them out. Kick them out. They will often take great care and utilise devious tactics to ensure that the referees doesn't see their foul play. We completely understand people's outrage. I don't think you do. But please understand that the referees often face a very hard task in catching the rule benders. Steady. (laughs) The rule benders in the act. That is not... That wasn't your experience. It was blatant, wasn't it? Here's the thing, right? Well, if one if one referee can't cope with it, I'm going to be honest. I don't want to cast aspersions about him. He was a young lad. I don't think he was up to the job. If one referee can't cope with a tag team, here's the thing as well, right? Here's the thing, and I can see that someone from WrestleForce has called in, Oliver. Excellent. So we'll have a word with Oliver in a second, and we'll just call these charlatans out because what I saw was not sportsmanlike at all. Here's the thing, tag team, two men versus two men, right? Yeah. No. Oh. Two men versus a man and a woman. Now, excuse- Well, maybe she was the really hard one. Um. <laughs> Don't. No. Steady. Steady, Paul. Hit. Now, listen, I'm, I'm Do you all- know if we were a tag team, I would be the one that was deployed oh, as the- up, you're stupid now. The finisher. I'm all- Well, you finish- You like finishing men off. In what? The, you, you like, um, finishing men off in the end- ring. What? I would put an end to Whereas I prefer- I prefer to batter someone in the ring. Well, you finish men off in the ring, Catherine. You're right, Paul. You're choking a bit. <laughs> so, he, I don't. Well, let's get this guy on because I'm I'm furious at what my kids had to sit through. Could he? Um, hang on a second. Oh, let's, let's, let's get this on. Why? Oh dear. Hang on a minute. Oh, don't tell me. Right. Can you put Oliver on to line two for me, please? And we'll, we'll reboot in a minute. Let's get this. Uh, you know. You, here we go. Good. Good evening, Oliver. Evening. This is Oliver from WrestleForce UK. So it was your sports, and I'm using that in inverted commas because there was nothing sportsman or woman-like about what the cheating I saw. It was your wrestlers. <laughs> it was your wrestlers I saw at the weekend at the um, the county show in High Wycombe, was it? That's right. So I had my boys, seven and nine, and we saw oh wrestling, Daddy. Can we go and see? It? I thought yes, we'll go and see some wrestling, sports, some physical activity instead of all this video games. Good clean fun. Good clean fun. I thought Oliver, right? I saw two um, two guys versus a guy and a woman, and we joined the fight halfway through. So I don't know what happened at the start, right? It's a tag team, but there was the two guys were simultaneously going down on this woman. What? Just please, I'm trying to be serious here. <laughs> they were beating her up. The referee was talking to her tag team partner in his corner. He couldn't see that there were two men beating her up. Oliver, is this is this the kind of thing that we can expect from WrestleForce UK, mate? Well, uh, unfortunately in wrestling, we do have people who play by the rules, but we also have people who don't. And very often the popular matches is when you pit two rule benders, as we call them, versus two straight-laced guys, uh, nice guys, good guys, whatever you wish to term them, those tend to be the most appreciated matches because, of course, the the crowd will want to get behind. I don't, hopefully, I don't usually. appreciate cheating, Oliver. There was right. How safe is it? Because there was one bit, right? When okay, let's call them in your terminology the bad guys. One, two of the bad guys tossed off um, the good guy uh, from the edge of the ring. They tossed him off. He fell out of the ring. He was unconscious for about two minutes. 
there was no St. John's ambulance. There were uh, nobody. I could see members of WrestleForce. So they, they were cheering it, right? The referee is in the ring. I'm going, Oi! Ref! This bloke's unconscious! Nothing, Oliver. Nothing. That's, you're happy with that standard of safety, are you? Well, there was a paramedic on hand. Uh, the, there was, there was no an unconscious. There was an unconscious. He didn't need a signal. The bloke was unconscious on the floor. Well, not for the count of ten. Nor was he legal. Nor no. was it monitored. If he had needed assistance, the assistance was there for him. It's very, very common for wrestlers to be down for quite a substantial amount of time. This guy for but real. Not need first aid. He was unconscious. The referee didn't see it, despite me calling and pointing to the gentleman. I didn't approach him because, for legal reasons, I'm not allowed to help anybody with a medical issue. We won't go into that now. He got struck off. It's, all right, I didn't get struck off. I didn't get, have, actually have a license, but. He was un- that bloke could have um, could have for all we know. L- luckily, he got up it, and he was he got back in the ring and carried on fighting. He seemed to recover quite quickly, if I'm honest. But no one came to help him, Oliver. No one. Well, as you just said, he re- he, he seemed to recover quite quickly. That's uh, a testament to the athleticism and toughness and resilience of our competitors. Uh, as he recovered, therefore, he an ambulance or first aider was not required. But had he needed assistance, it would have been there. Now, getting back to the what you witnessed and being very unhappy with it. Yeah, I very unhappy. It's, you're being very unfair to the referees at WrestleForce who do their best. As I mentioned, uh, yes, I don't particularly condone the rule benders. Um, you put the I don't condone side. any bending! <laughs> no, no. Paul, steady. Oliver, continue. Paul knows differently. However, as I mentioned, it's usually the the most well-received uh, matches are to pit these bad guys, as you call them, against the good guys. Now, the referee was doing his best. The bad guys, or the villains, uh, I call them the rule benders, because, you know... Stop saying rule benders! For God's <laughs> you need to calm down. The referee was about 15 years old. He didn't have a... He's, not, he's never shaved. He didn't have a clue what he was doing. He was talking to one guy while a woman was getting um, jumped on by two blokes. You can't tell me that that's acceptable, Oliver. That right. the, 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 your your organisation are happy with that. You're not mentioning the fact that he was talking to that person. He wasn't just talking to him. He was restraining him. This person in question... It was either Rudy Ryan or Jordan Saeed was entering the ring illegally. You're not supposed to enter the ring. You're not supposed to have two men jumping on a women. It's a tag team wrestle. Exactly. And the referee was trying to get this one other guy who was not legal to get out and return to the apron. And unfortunately, the villain, knowing full well that this would preoccupy the referee, meant that his partner in question was able to employ such underhanded tactics. Here's the thing. I mean, certainly people didn't appreciate it. No. I feel it's very unfair to lambast the referee the way you've done. Here's the thing. You're He's doing his best. The whole, th- the whole system at Ref- WrestleForce UK is, is to cock and is screwed. You need two referees. You need VAR. You need something. Because the dude, you the, the one referee, obviously isn't working. There were, there were children. My youngest is seven. I saw, I saw babies on a, bizarrely, on a giant deck chair. I know. But I saw babies on, sat on a giant deck chair walking, watching this. They're going to grow up thinking that this is... Ex- we have just won, Oliver. We have just won. I've been informed. The um, Cricket World Cup. Our um, women's football players, or as I like to call them, football players, um, got to the semi-finals of birds football. Of, what? Excuse me, of, of, <laughs> women, of women's World Cup. Sorry, that, sorry, that was old. Of women's World Cup, right? 
and yet there were kids watching this shameful, shameful display at what was otherwise an excellent event organised by Buckinghamshire County Council. Thanks for that, guys. Um, and they're going to come away. In fact, in fact, I'll tell you exactly what happened, Oliver, when I got home. Shall I tell you? What's that? My youngest jumped on the back of my eldest, pushed him to the floor, and they continued to beat seven shades of shit out of each other. Inspired by you, Oliver, and WrestleForce UK. What we are you going to do about that? He's laughing now. Oh, it's a joke now. It's a joke. No, Were they inside or outside throat. the ring at I'm this point? Laughing. Sounded like yeah, a laugh, Oliver. No, I cleared my throat. Okay. That's serious business. That's the reason we do say don't try this at home, because these are highly trained professionals. We do put that disclaimer before and after about. So if your children didn't pay attention or listen, uh, it's also your job as a parent to... to oh, let them know. he's turning it on me! <laughs> he's turning it on me! Well, to be fair, he's right. Shut you! <laughs> can you believe that? Unbelievable. Oliver. <laughs> Where is your next WrestleForce UK event? Because you know what? I might just turn up. The General Lee might just turn up and kick your ass. Well, you know what? You're talking so much about how you disapprove of the ref, how you think it's such an easy job that you should have spotted all the cheating. Yeah. And you're being incredibly rude about it. He Maybe is. you should referee a match yourself if you think it's, <sighs> it's such an easy thing and he ought to have spotted the deal breaking. I'll referee a match. I'll referee a match. Of course I'll referee a flipping match and I'll do a better job than that 15 year old kid you had doing it at the weekend. Tell me when and tell me where, Oliver. I'm there. Hmm. Right. This, this, this was an exception, I should add. We normally wouldn't have an official so young. Uh, but we have excuses. We have, a. Uh, Show's coming up on the weekend, July 20th. We're going to be at the Black Notley Community Associations right. near Braintree. And then on Sunday, July 21st, we're yep. going to be at the Parringdon Sports Club in Harlow. Okay, I'm going to DM you, and if I can't make those, I'm going to come to another date, and I'm going to I'm going to referee one of your one of your poxy matches. And let's see how your you see how your referees your your wrestlers. I'm getting so angry. I'm getting my words wrong. Let's see how your wrestlers cope with a. Um, having to follow the rules, and B, being dazzled by uh, a celebrity standing well, I, there. I, I would suggest that you take it seriously. Firstly, recognise it's not so easy as you seem to think it is. <laughs> I'm taking it seriously. Uh, the rules... And you might find yourself on the receiving end of this criticism. You think it's so Threat easy, you're going in with such me. a hot head. He's well, threatening it's me. A, it, it feels a chip on your shoulder. He's, he's threatening me now. Now he's threatening me. I'm not threatening you, I'm just saying, I felt, I take feel it seriously... And re recognise, this is not an easy recognize. job. The referees have a very, very hard I job. I can do it better than that kid at the weekend. He embarrassed himself. His mum should be ashamed. You should take his whistle off him. Shove it up his ass. Hey, now, come on. Oliver, I will send you... Um, That's not a legal manoeuvre. Well, I will send you a DM, Oliver, and we will sort something out. Yeah, I can't believe it. You've, you've, you've said that we're such a bad example. The sort of things you've said, you've just said that about our... A, a fine young man who's actually 17 for your information oh to, to suggest that he go shove anything anywhere I think is disgraceful. Right. You should walk back. All right, let me just let me just say for legal reasons I would never shove a whistle up a 17-year-old boy's ass. I would never do that. Okay, just for, just let's. I got carried away in the heat at the moment. These things can be taken out of context. That'll go round the world. I take that back. Um, at WrestleForce UK is it? Is that who I'm, I'm DMing, Oliver? That's right. Okay. I'll, uh, you DM that, we can probably, we can sort something I out. I don't like your tone of voice. He's livid. Or your I'm livid. I think he's right to be. Uh, I, I don't care for anything you've just said. 
about how we were. Are you high? We were. Are you high? Are you drunk? Fox Country Festival. Are you yeah, high? we brought some fantastic entertainment to that festival. And for you to say it was otherwise great and say we're the one thing that wasn't good. I, that's outrageous. I look forward to seeing you in person, Oliver, and we can yes, discuss likewise. this. Yeah, yeah really. Like, I, you, you know said what? I hope we're talking about refereeing. Likewise. Would you like to be in a match with someone? Right. We, <laughs> shut up, Paul. Right, they we can beat the absolute crap. All right, all right, all right, <laughs> Oliver. Right. You're luck luckily for you, Oliver. I have to go to an ad break. Save it for the ring, boys. I uh, cat's obsessed with rings. Oliver, I have to go uh, to an ad break now. Otherwise, I would c consider. Uh, you wouldn't. Shut. Shut up. <laughs> Man, I could have beaten those those. <laughs> I could have beaten those. The, I could have. I could have silly. beaten those fellas at the weekend. Don't be silly now. Cause, Oliver, thank you for your time. Yeah, thank you. I, I think. Unbelievable attitude. Paul, stay there. We'll come to you after this. This is Talk Radio. The late night alternative with that man, Ian Lee. <laughs> There's no strangers here, just friends you haven't stalked on Facebook yet. Have never sent my picture to anyone who didn't request it. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Yes. Hmm. Um. James says, "I'm so glad someone has finally plucked up the courage to speak out." This laissez-faire attitude, laissez. Laissez-faire, yeah. Okay, but in English? Laissez-faire. Laissez-faire attitude. No, not laissez. Okay. This laissez-faire attitude no. to officiating pervades the entire industry, wrestling, and has done for years. Um, okay, all right. Let's go to, let's go to, we've had Paul waiting for such a long time. Good evening, Paul. Welcome to the show. I'm sorry you had to be part of that. Uh, it was a great pleasure for me, actually. Okay, well, as long as you were pleasuring it's a bit strange, yourself. <laughs> what can we do for you, Rhythmic Paul? I, I simply called in to say that um, the the dance between you and Kath is far too entertaining, and it means, I think, it deters people from calling in. <laughs> so you guys need to be less entertaining okay. and less funny. Well, Kath, Kath cool. can do that. Um, I, I, I will have to be quiet, but even then that's um, actually quite entertaining <laughs> for a lot of people who are amazed <laughs> at the ballsiness of me being silent on the radio. What's he going to do next? Where is it going to go? Man of mystery. Rule breaker. That's what they think. Rule bender. Uh, Rule bender, yes. That's what they, uh, <laughs> that's what they, they think. Um, so we need to be less entertaining, do we? I think so, yeah. Okay, now someone's showing me. Look at this. Now someone has sent me a video of um, a wrestler. His boots are on fire. What? What is going on? What is going on in this Referee. world? Referee. And the ref is not doing anything to put his boots out. In fact, he's <laughs> stepping away from the boots. Um, <laughs> all right, Paul. Well, we'll do our best to be um, <laughs> less interesting, I suppose. Is that what he's saying? Yeah, be a bit more, I don't know, LBC or something. Um, yeah, be a little bit more like that. How's life for you, Paul? Life, life is uh, is good. Yeah. I've, I've been for a swim. It, it hurt, but it was good. Uh, Why did it hurt? Do you do bu butterfly? Uh, no, I'm not a butterfly man. No one is. I, uh... <laughs> um, um, no, it's been a long time since I've done anything at all, so my body's um, not used to doing all that kind of stuff. Shorts or budgie smugglers, Paul? Oh, shorts. Okay. I am. I went swimming today with my boys. We went to uh, the Coral Reef at Bracknell. It's got loads of slides. And because my boys um, break up a week early, they're an anomaly. They break up a week earlier than a lot of schools. It was empty. It was empty. And a great day for me, uh, 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 Paul. My seven-year-old has always been too scared to go down the slides on his own, so we have to go together. There's only one slide we can go down together. 
Yeah. And today the woman said, I'm sorry, you're too tall. He's too tall for you to go with him on that slide. So we managed to sneak through a couple of times. And then he said, Daddy, can I try going down one of the slides with my brother? Okay. And I went, and I'm thinking, inside I'm thinking, this is amazing. Also, his brother was a little bit disappointed because we couldn't do a slide together because my youngest didn't want to be left on his own. And I went, yeah, sure. So they got up with a little, um, you get a little dinghy thing that you sit on. And he went down. He loved it. So he's going down the slide with his brother. And after about four or five, he said, can I try going down one on my own? Yes, my boy. I was so proud of him, Paul, because he's he's cocky and he's full of it. But he's also he's a, he's still a little baby in some ways, and he gets very nervous. And he's a little bit clingy's. I think is a derogatory word, but it, it it's the closest I can think of. Um, and he and he did it, and it was brilliant, Paul. I was so proud of him, Paul. So we went we went swimming, but um uh, uh I, I yeah there was there was another point to that, but I forgot him what it was. That's that's enough. That's enough points. Yeah, that sounds wonderful. All right. All right. Shall we, um, say goodbye? Uh, goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, let me see if that will go. There we go. It works now. Let's go to Peter. Good evening, Peter. Hi, Ian. How you doing, mate? I'm very well, Peter. What have you got for us? Couple of questions for you. How's your book going? Now, isn't it funny you should say that? Because I haven't done anything about it for months, right? And about... On the first week of June, I was supposed to meet Will Storr's editor. Will Storr is a writer that we've had on a few times. I'm a big fan of his. He's such a great writer and a really nice guy. And he very kindly put me in touch with his editor, who is also called Will. And I sent Will to, let's call him that. Well, look, I'll call Will Storr Will Storr. And the other Will, I'll just call Will. Okay, so if I say Will Storr, I mean Will Storr. So I, yeah. So I sent what I'd written to Will, not Will Store, Will, but Will the editor. Well, yeah, but I'll just call him Will because it saves time. So I sent what I had written to Will the editor, um, and he wrote back going, "I like it. There's some uh, really good stuff in it, and you can obviously write. I think I think it would be better if it was written." He said, "There's not enough of you in it, and I think it'd be better if you wrote it slightly differently." Let's meet up for a coffee and talk about it. And we arranged a date, and I had to cancel, then we arranged a date, and then he had to cancel, and then I never picked it up again, Peter. Oh, and, no. Until today, when I wrote wow. to him and I said, Will, I'm really, Will the editor, uh, not Will Store the writer, I said, I'm really sorry that I've not followed this up. Can we have a, can we chat on the phone one day, this week or next week, because I'd be keen to get your ideas. Uh, I've just, uh, but the main thing is, Peter, I, I, I want to talk to him and see what his suggestions are. Hello? Um, Excellent. But the main thing is, I haven't got the, the dedication or the wherewithal. I haven't had the dedication or the wherewithal to sit down and, and finish writing. Hello. But I am a, a tur- I'm at a turning point in my life, Peter, carrying on the, the book yeah. metaphor, starting a book metaphor as we're talking about books. I'm um, about to start volume two. Please, Jesus. Put your seatbelt on in the aeroplane. I'm about to start book two of my life. When I say book two, this is a metaphor. I don't mean I'm writing book two. I mean volume one of the Ian Lee story, The Life. It's not actually a book. So it probably confuses things. That has That is closing. That is closing. And volume two is about to start opening. Again, it's not a real book. I haven't written volume one yet. But volume one of the life is closing and volume two is opening. And that means I'm going to be a new person, Peter. I'm going to write a book. I'll just phone you up and tell you the stories if you want. Excellent. Um, right, here we go. Next thing. Oh, that wasn't I've the real thing. That was just like the, no, no, the, no, the no, hors d'oeuvres. That, that was just the hors d'oeuvres, yeah. Oh, okay. Next thing. I've got a feeling I'm, I'm quite disturbed. Sorry? Because 
from the past 40 minutes of your show, all I've picked up is that you and Kath are going to have a wrestling match. She's going to toss you off with her copper jugs, and you're going to use underhand tactics on her. Okay, thank you very much, Peter, indeed. I have no idea what on earth that gentleman was referring to, but that was... Uh, he was making sexy talk. I, that was absolutely outrageous behaviour. I have no idea. I, I, I don't know if I could... I don't know if I cut him off. I don't think I can cut people off on this phone system that my boss assured me, assured me three hours ago, Ian, it definitely don't works. Don't do impression. I think he's still in the building. Ian, Ian. He's next door. It definitely works. Open the blinds, Sam. Ian, it definitely works. I bet he's outside. You've window. got, you can trust me. <laughs> it absolutely, that's not our boss. Our boss isn't there. He's, he's, he's drunk somewhere. Ian, <laughs> Ian, oh, <laughs> Ian, the phone box system definitely works, girl. And you have my personal guarantee on that. And if it don't work, well, I'll give you a hundred pounds. I'll give you Eamon Holmes's, Holmes numbers. He's not there, is he? I think he is out there somewhere, yeah. He won't be listening. He'll be listening. He doesn't like it. It was on very loud in the office because like of all the serious yeah, business. Like that. That was he'll, be, he'll, be, um, he'll be listening to uh, BJ and the C. <laughs> Slowly, slowly tugging one out. Oh, yes, stop it! At last, three and a half years into this folly, finally, something, some, we got some big hitters, and we're going to get some news out of this that isn't Ian Lee eating strawberries or saving a depressed man. We've done it! We've done it! Yes, my name is Ian Lee! 0344-491-1000 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you're very, very welcome to give us... <laughs> just to let you know now, whenever there's movement near a window, Ian's eyes are like all over it. Oh, I'm just, I'm a little He's bit, out there somewhere. I'm a little bit worried uh, now. Oh, um, a night stay O'Shea. Let's see if Sam gets this. Sam's busy talking to the newsreader that yeah. doesn't know who I am. Um, uh, a night stay O'Shea is Ent May to be in Igpay Atinle. He's going to respond in complete influent, isn't he? He's going to respond fluent. Okay. Um, oh. Highway. Um, Icos Bay. I, I clay the, um... Now, words starting with vowels. Outsay. What? Outsay of T. Yay. What's that? Sound of it. Yeah. Or say, I'm on Ord Bay. He's okay, bored. I'm on board. He's, oh, I thought you were saying, okay. Here's the problem. I speak it fluently. Obs. I don't understand a word. Um, I eek spay it uunt. Flay? No, no, no. Oh, no. And they spoke in Greek then. Uantly flay, up bay, I unt day, <laughs> um, a stand unday, a odd way of it. <laughs> <laughs> so wow. do you speak it then, Sam? Uh, it's all late. <laughs> <laughs> How do you speak it? Because I didn't know that, that younger people know pig Latin, but you know it. Yeah. Where did you learn it's it? It's K. <laughs> Um, I, just in my melon, man. I don't know where I learnt it, but I know why I learnt it. Why? It's so you can have secret conversations and with have your sister not know what you're talking about. So who would you talking with? So like friends that would come over and we'd 
The other one we had as well was that we knew um, sign language, but the problem is I don't know words in sign language, but I know every single letter. So oh, so you could spell words literally out. literally everything. Yeah. Wow. Because I only know Pig Latin from Three Stooges movies, where they go Ixnay, Ixnay on the, if they're doing something legal, Ixnay on there, um, which is Nix. Uh, uh, and then why were we talking about Pig Latin the other day? That's why we're doing this. We got, we got quite into well, we it talk, the other was night. Was it before we were talking about Polare, or was it after? Polare, it was on the way to Kiss. We were talking about it on the way to Kiss. Yeah. And you then, because I, I couldn't quite work, and I was getting us a bit lost, and you Googled how does pig Latin work. Yeah. And then we we learnt it, although I struggle with words that begin with vowels. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know Polare, which is a like bit, old of, gay slang. Yeah, only because of Julian and Sandy. I used to be obsessed with them. Go on, say something in Polare. How bona to you dolly old eek. See, now that's weird. Now what does that mean? How lovely to see your beautiful old face. Isn't that weird? So, if anyone wants to um, give us uh, a call... All the omis and polomis. Th- about... So, so, weird made-up languages. Someone tweeted that their, their mum had made up a language where they put egg before every word. Was, it, was that right? Egg before every word? Um, uh, or, or something like that. That was weird. Uh, that Esperanto, of course, big fan of Esperanto. Name, um, which... William Shatner, I was going to do a question, William Shatner made a film entirely in Esperanto. Did he? Yeah, Gosh. yeah, we'll have a listen to that in a bit. Uh, so made up languages, 0344 wrestling. If, can you let us know that the phones are working? Have you tried to get through and failed? That would be interesting. Um, but I think we're, I think that was a cracking first hour. I think we can ease up a little bit now. We've done kind of done a, our, our day's work. The rest, yeah. the rest is all bonus. Oh three, bonus, bonus. Oh, not bonus. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. The late night alternative with Catherine Boyle, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. And 
obsessed with the first Remy Nicole album, and we have to play tracks one, two, three, four, and nine, which is that one. That was track nine, a lot. Listen to the album a lot, but those are the tracks that they really, really dig. Maybe six as well. And um, they know all of the words, literally all of the words, and they're singing along. Let me find the best bit. Um, what's the? Um, oh, this is the this is this is the song, right? Um, and there's there's a bit in here. I've played this song on here before. Let me get it to the. Um, there's there's a great line. And I hear my seven year old singing this at the top of his lungs. Where is it? it should be right. There we go. This is it. This is it. I got it straight at the place. This is how good I am. <laughs> so my seven year old sings this, not knowing what any of the words mean. Okay, this is. I'll have to. I'll record him. He's off on holiday. I'll record him um, singing this. Ladies and gentlemen, there you go, you see. You see, he sees... He remembers none of those you'd things. Watch, well, he was no boy. You'd watch Woof, Grot Bags, Biker Grove and Sean Maguire in Grange Hill, except he thought it was Grange Chill. Is there really a programme called Grange Chill? I said, no, there was no programme called Grange Chill. It was Grange Hill. He did, no one remembers Sean Maguire, let's be honest. I mean, come on. But uh, but the boy is singing that and it's a thrill. I will have to record them singing that. Good evening, the late night alternative, Ian Lee. You are... Catherine Boyle. Sam is through there. He'll be taking your phone calls this evening. You're welcome to call in about any of the nonsense that we have discussed so far. Uh, Pig Latin. We've talked about wrestling. Uh, we've talked about Kiss. Quite niche. Quite niche tonight so far. Um, uh, but also you can call in about anything you want. Absolutely anything you want. The phone number 0344 Free for most packages. Cost you pennies at most. You'll speak to Sam. He will take your name and number and we'll give you a call back. So Thursday, we saw Kiss at the O2 Arena. Great show. Yeah. You'd never seen them before. I've no. seen them a few times. I, even uh, even that compared to previous shows, that was that was pretty special. It was extra. It was the definition of extra, right? If they could they they not only gave us a show, they set it on fire and sent it up into the crowd and then they swung out over us and they it was just wonderful. It was just yeah. a joy. Absolute joy. It was it was uh it was magic. Loads of kids there having a wicked time with their parents. Yeah. Uh, there was one, you said a little kid in the row in front of us, three seats along. Full makeup. Seven years old, mm -hmm. tops, maybe even six actually, he was quite small, six. Full makeup, was playing air guitar. Jumpsuit. Air drums, and knew all of the words. Oh, he's having the best it time. It was amazing. It was amazing. So, oh, I've just remembered something I thought of last week, and I, I, I want to try and sort out. I've got some little texture in the next ad. But then I showed I showed the videos to my daughters when yep. I got back. So yep. like, this was so much fun, kids. So much fun. In fact, I'm going to get like uh, the greatest hits, and I'm going to start like ex you know examining their back yeah. catalogue. You told me that there's a lot of dodgy stuff in there. Oh, you've got to be very careful. Yeah, there's a lot of our rubbish. But I showed them the videos. You tread, you, you, you tread carefully, though. They're a gem. Right. Well, the girls are now obsessed with them. Brilliant. Like, obsessed with them. Bit scared of Gene Simmons, as they should be. Uh, and a lot of um, uh, horn fingers and tongue action but over have, the weekend. Have they not seen Scooby-Doo meets Kiss? No. So I'm going to show them that Yeah, because that, this is the, this is their genius. This is why there were so many kids there. A, because their mums and dads liked them and brought them. Dads probably brought them. Scooby-Doo meets Kiss. Every few years, they'll do something that hooks... Uh, and they're perfect for cartoons. They'll do something that hooks 
six, seven, eight-year-olds, you know, because it's, it's fun, it's not like heavy metal, it's fun pop rock, you know, yeah. shout it out loud, rock and roll all night, it's, it's fun, but yeah, there's some sleazy songs in there, thank God they didn't play Christine 16, but, um, they, they hook kids in, that's what they do, it's genius, it's genius, right, so we saw that, 0344, 499-1000, and then on the Friday, we went to, um, Hyde Park, to see Neil Young, and uh, Robert Zimmerman, Mr. Bobby Dylan, Bob Dylan, and it was not beautiful weather. We were in. I'm going to be honest. We were in the Golden Circle. Tickets paid for. People were calling me out, saying I must have bagged bagged free ones. Hey, listen, I'm trying to bag the new Nintendo Switch for free. I ain't getting nowhere with that. Hey, PR people and the head of Channel Five, when I send you an email, at least write back to me. Say no. Head of Channel Five didn't even write back to me. Ben, come on. Um, uh, so we, no, we paid for these. We paid for these, and we went, and we we um, we had, it's becoming almost a tradition. We did it last year. We saw Paul Simon and James Taylor. This year we went, and we went and had some great food, great burgers, mm. great, great chips, and then we went into the Gold Circle. But from very early on, we got there. What four? I want to say four, maybe just after. And Neil Young was on at half six, I think. Six, he was supposed to be on. Uh, 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 from yeah, Lena Marlin was on first, wasn't she? No, no. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, f- but from, from four o'clock, there was a very dark vibe. A very dark. It was tense. Vibe there. And the tension, I think, is white, drunk people in their late fifties, early sixties, who are drunk too early in the day, and they've still got quite a few hours to go and there's a real tension and these are people who um are used to sitting down at concerts i like going to concerts and sitting down i like a chair i don't care if it's far away from the stage anymore i just like to sit down and enjoy it um but these people you had to stand at this you know there's a hundred thousand people there you've got to stand and these people i don't think were used to standing or used to um people walking in between them or or also there was one guy who stood there and there was a guy stood in front of him and then this the guy in the front his wife came and so he sort of pulled her through and so she was stood next to him and the guy behind got really stroppy you could stand in front of me are you well yeah we're in high park mate there's if you look there's about 60 rows of people in front. That's how it works. Yeah. Then what you do then, if you're not happy, you push in front or you move to the side or you just shift over like half an inch so you can, that's how it works. There was a real feeling that they'd spent all that money on the tickets. Yeah. So they wanted their space. Yeah. Thing is, right, everyone wants that. Everyone wants that. And there were loads of people in that gold circle, loads. There was a lot. And, tense, uh, tense vibe. There were the older ones, but then there were also the kind of younger ones. Yeah. Who, again, mullered. Oh, weren't man. they? And really, really loud. <laughs> really loud. But also there was that lad, do you remember that? The, the, the exciting bit was when there was a lad that came and he stood quite near to me. Oh, he was And winkered. he was swaying, Absolutely right? Winkered. He was completely out of it. And I, and I said yep, to Ian, it. he's going to chunder. Which I was looking forward to because I thought it might brighten things up. Yeah. As long as it wasn't in my direction. But he was all over the shop, wasn't ter- he? a terrible state of affairs. So we, we got there, we sat down for a bit until, till Neil Young came out, and then we stood up, and Neil Young came out, and he played, he played loud, he played hard. Yeah. Kept on rocking in the free world. I mean, over and over. And here's the thing, here's the thing, after, I've listened to CSN, CSMY, uh, CN, this is Crosby, Stills, sorry, I've listened to Crosby, Stills, Nash, Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, 
Crosby and Nash, Crosby, full stop, Stills, full stop, Nash, full stop, a little bit of Young, full stop, so I mean, solo career, Stills and Young, listen to, uh, Buffalo Springfield, which is Stills and Young, I've listened to, and, uh, um, hang on, there's got to be, but, but, uh, the Birds, which is Crosby and McGuinn, and the Hollies, which is Nash, and, and, uh, goes, it's gone back too far. So I've listened to all these. Listen I've listened to them all, right? But not as much. I know after the gold rush, I know Harvest. I made a man needs a maid. I know Harvest Moon. Yeah. I know the one with the Cadillac buried in the sand. I know, I know these things, but I've come to the conclusion after 32 years of intense research, I've come to the conclusion I don't really like Neil Young or his music. I think it's a bit rubbish. There you go. That's that controversial statement numero uno. Controversial statement numero duzio. Duo. Duo. Can I be honest? Yeah. I only came to that to humour you, really. Because my dad used to make me have it with Neil Young and I always thought Sorry? it was creepy. What? Well, you know. Here's the thing. Have you ever been to a show, a, a country, a holiday, a movie, a concert, um, and so at some point on the way home, you've, you've turned to your partner or your friend and gone, well, I didn't like it, but I, I don't like him anyway. And your partner's turned to you and gone, what do you mean? I went because you wanted to go. No, I went because you wanted to go. Have you ever, as a pair, gone to something because you thought the other person wanted to go and they didn't? Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. They were on my, uh, they were on my bucket list. Yeah. To see Neil Young and Bob Dylan in particular on my list of people I had to see. Having seen all of the 60s greats, I had to see Dylan, a recent convert to Dylan. Um, I wouldn't call myself a Dylan head or a Dylanologist, but as a recent convert to Dylan, I had you're to go to... you uh, Sorry? Hmm? Dylanologist is actually the real word, so your joke, I didn't get it, didn't get it, so it's n that means it's not funny, and also it's not needed, it's not welcome around here actually, so you can take that back. Um, so we went, and I went to it's see him, from the other day. and I knew what to expect, I know that he can't sing anymore, I know that he does, um, he completely reworks the songs, yeah. so that they sound completely different, I did expect better diction. From him, couldn't understand a word. I wish I could sign read because there was a signist there, but um, a sign maker, um, but I couldn't read it. I couldn't understand a word he said, Bob I, Dylan, because he wasn't doing the tunes, and I don't know the songs that well. I was buggered. I think um, what I know of Dylan is that he doesn't care what anyone else thinks, and he doesn't care if you enjoy yourself. <laughs> well, this is the thing, Bob Dylan, um, disappointing audiences since 1966, yeah. and I have laughed. Bob Dylan does this all the time. He, he annoys his audiences. 1966 when he went electric. 1978 when he went Christian. The 80s, um, and this is, and I've always laughed at him um, uh, upsetting audiences. So I got to take this on the chin. Basically, I didn't really like it. I'm glad I saw him. Didn't really like it. I found I found it funny to start with. It's funny. I liked it when I finally worked out he was singing um, like a Rolling Stone, and the audience was singing the tune to like a Rolling Stone while he wasn't. I enjoyed that bit. <laughs> and then after an hour, I turned to Kath and went, "I'm done." And you thought I was joking. Yeah. And I went, "No, I'm done. I've seen Bob Dylan. Let's go. Let's go." And we and we went. And listen, I like it when he annoys audiences. Um, are you going to watch that documentary? Can I tell you the twist of the, doc the documentary? Yeah, go on. Right, so there's a brilliant documentary 
there's an interesting documentary on Netflix about the Rolling Thunder Review, which was a big kind of concert that he did, tour that he did in 1975 and 76, right? And um, it's got great footage from that tour. Spoiler alert, guys, if you've not watched the documentary, switch off for five or ten minutes, and you're going to watch it. Um, and it's him being interviewed about the tour. And it's, I mean, the stuff that he says during the, the interviews are great. And it has, it, it, it has interviews with the guy that filmed it. Um, it has interviews with Sharon Stone because she is a, I think a 19 year old or a 18 year old or something, went with her mum and Bob Dylan hit on her. So, and kind of said, Bob Dylan, you want to come on the tour with us? And she got on the tour bus and went round on the tour with them and um how he, he one of the girls working on the tour was going out with one of the members of kiss and he went and saw kiss and that's where he copied the white makeup from so all this stuff is fascinating right none of it is true none of it is true it's a put on it's a, it's everything that you see as a talking head is made up right now but and, and it's never made clear. It's given away in the beginning, because I knew, because Dave phoned up and ruined it for me. So I knew there was a twist. So I was watching. And right in the beginning, he says, Oliver Stone, who, I don't know if Oliver Stone's in the interviews, but someone says, so, Bob, what do you remember about the Rolling Thunder review? And I don't remember nothing about it. Okay. Do you want to make stuff up? Sure. The Rolling Thunder review. That's great. And then he talks about he wears a mask in this tour. And he says, here's the thing I learned. Here's the thing I, here's the, here we go. Here's the thing I learned. Here's the, I'm Bob Dylan. Oh, how does Bob Dylan talk? Well, on Saturday, he, <laughs> old Bob Dylan, old, younger Bob Dylan. Oh, right, I don't know. Here's the thing, here's the thing I learned. No, <laughs> that's like Ray Allen and Lloyd Charles. He goes, here's the thing, here's the thing I learned. Right, this is like the second thing he says. Man only tells the truth when he's wearing a mask. Never believe a man that ain't wearing a mask. He's not wearing a mask in the film, so I thought, all right, okay, so there's something in, everything in that, the the film, the director of the film is an actor. Sharon Stone was acting. Everything in that film is made up. Now, once I read, it's not, it's never explained in the film. You've got to Google it and find it out. So once I watched the film, I thought, this is a great documentary. Then I Googled it, and it was like, oh, it's made up. Oh, this is genius. And now I'm thinking, what a waste of my time. What a waste of everyone's time. What do you, what a put on? And not even a good, not even a good, why, why? Why have you done this, Bob? Why, I suppose I'm, bu- I'm, can. I'm buying into, I'm buying into Dylan, so I've got to buy the bullshine as well. It's all bull, but the footage is so amazing. Let's just see the footage. Let's just see the footage. There's a really good bit in it where he plays like a bingo night. He goes into an old people's, old women's, they're playing mahjong, right? And he goes and plays for these old women. It's incredible, but the rest of it. Anyway, so Bob Dylan, you can stick it up your ass. Oh, three, four, four. Four nine nine one thousand. Were you one of the hundred thousand people there? Maybe you enjoyed it. If you did, you're wrong. But phone up and I'll tell you why. Oh three four. That's why we don't get calls. The arrogance of this idiot. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This dear listener is Talk Radio. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. So I still like Dylan. I'm glad I've seen him. 
I would rather have seen a concert like that in a theatre as opposed to, uh, you know, a uh, uh, hundred thousand people in the park. It wasn't really an outdoor festival, not festival, but you know what I mean, kind of gig. But I still like Dylan, yeah. and I get that he, I get that he's taking the pee out of everyone. Good for you. Good for you, lad. I also think that it just underlined for everyone: if you are going to do day drinking, drink lots of water. Oh God, please, please. Uh, uh, uh. Let's go to Alistair. Hi, Ian. Hi, Kath. Hey, Alistair, hey. what you got for us? Well, can I just mention your phone system, please? You what? Well, when Sam put me through, yeah. um, normally the person can hear, you know, what the show is, is yeah. going. Yeah. But this time, it was like you and Kath speeded up. What? And very echoey, you're like Martians. Oh. Well, well, hang on, well, hang on a minute. We've got, I'm having some of this. Right, hang on. Hang on. I'm having some of this. Yeah. Well, the phones, the phones are supposedly working now. The, the, the phones are supposed to be, uh... Yeah, and when it... Hang on. Calls are charged at your provider's national rate. Right, so answer it, Sam. will be answered shortly. Put it on hold. And then, leave, yeah, leave me there. I guess we need to talk. Yeah, but... Shut up! Now, is that... Me? Yes, that's, that's it. But that's me talking. All right, but were you talking to yourself? Clear. Jesus. Yeah. Anyway, so what are we called in for tonight? Um, well, because I couldn't hear. I know you've been talking now, Neil Young. I got that. Yes. How was he? Did you enjoy it? I, I don't like Neil Young. I've decided. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's life. Deal with it. Deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. What have you got? Go on, what have you got? What have you got? Come on, let's do this. What, well, what made you pick about... up? What made you pick up the phone and dial in? Well, uh, just to let you know that I'm, I'm still doing very well. Beautiful, um, well done, congratulations. I had a shower today. Oh, what? And um, shower. Oh, is that unusual? Um, well, oh. it's getting better. Beautiful. The regularity of my uh, self. Well done, good. Yeah. But, yep. uh, I looked myself. I looked at myself in the mirror. And I said to myself, oh, I would. there's a man. Do you have conclusive proof that you were actually looking at a man? Was oh, your dingle dangle on display? Oh my god. Everything was there, but psychologically I felt like a man as yes, well. Yes, son! Come on, Alistair! <laughs> this is it! Life yeah, is changing. Can. Life is changing. My life is changing in oh so many ways. Let me tell you about Good. that, guys. My life is no. changing, and, and people that have, have um, belittled me and bullied me in the past, boom, shaking them off, shaking them off. I had a great session with my therapist today. I'm f I'm facing new challenges. I'm feeling motivated again. I'm gonna I'm gonna turn people's heads, Alistair, and uh, you can do the same. Good. Okay. All right, listen, good to hear from you, man. Thank you. Let's go to, uh, George. Good evening, George. Good evening, Ian, Kath. It's, uh, Neil Young, Harvest Moon is a, a nice song. It's a, it's a very nice song. It's a lovely album. Man Needs a Maid is a, is a, is a great song. I love it. Yeah, yeah. But I just don't think I, I, I like half a dozen of his songs, but I don't think I really like him. No, that's okay. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. And Dylan, I, I never liked any of his, his stuff, uh, except for the wigwam track. Which you should mention, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, that's, uh, oh, I like Dylan. It took me a while. I got into him a couple of years ago. I dig Dylan, but I just thought his live show was pony. 
It was a joke. It was performance art. It was a joke. He was doing a joke on us, and I get it. I got the joke. I'm the only person there that was clever enough, <laughs> smart enough to get the joke. No one else got the joke. I did. How's everything else going for you? Um, hmm. Ups and downs. Ups and downs. Roundabouts and swings. And just ups and downs. Just ups and downs. Just ups and downs. Well, may your ups be higher yeah. than your downs. Thank you very lower. much indeed. Well, if, if your ups, if your ups are high, then the downs have got to be got to be down. There's no there's no two ways about that. Yeah. Unless you raise the 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 lowness of the down, I think is what you meant to say. But anyway, yeah. what can we do for you, George? Well, just uh, our bet I'm thinking of. I'm more and more confident that. You're going to lose your two thousand. Oh, this is the this is the bet that you are going to have a song not only in next year's Eurovision, but it's also going to win. Was that the bet? It's going to win. Yeah. Okay. And, and it's it's called uh, a new song, and the lyric is circulating and different people. Okay. Are so what have you done to get it? And it doesn't have to be for this country. It can be a Eurovision song for any country. What have you done, George? to get this into the hands of one of the selectors for one of the Eurovision panels anywhere within the, the, the qualifying countries? Well, nothing yet. Nothing yet. I, I think oh, there's, okay. there's, plenty, there's plenty of time. No, there's it? not. No, yes, there's not. there is. No, there's not. The next sh next show will be in, what, 11 months? No, because the, the, this will, I, I bet, will become a story somewhere. No, and, uh, a story uh, that, um, that, uh, that only uh, people who listen to this show will be aware of, and even then they'll think it's one of the weakest things that we've ever done on this show. No, no, it's... it's you want it's, to lose the bet, don't you? You want to lose the bet. That's the story for you. No, no. The story it's, it's, for you is you lose the bet and you give me £2,020, which you know that legally I can't really take. Of course you can. Off call. A, 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 a bet of honour. And, uh, I, I, I... Hang on a second, Josh. I've got to tell Cass something really important. I've just remembered. At the, uh, at last night, as the boys were in the bath, the youngest was in the bath, um, he said, uh, you know my brother can do this for really long. And I went, right, bring it on, boys, come here. And we had a challenge. Now, it's not too far a stretch to go from Pradeep to slightly different, slightly different. I destroyed those kids. Well done. Uh, thank you, Catherine, thank you. So anyway. you're looking different today. Thank you. Hey, carry on, George. Carry on, George. Sounds like a film. Um, <laughs> uh, I, 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 I still fancy making a film that, that you would be starring in. Oh, no, 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 not now. Why no, not? No, 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 I don't fancy it. Really? Yeah, I don't fancy it. I'm saying no. Just, uh, uh, just a film that no. imagines our islands coming together. Just imagine the film. Imagine the film. Imagine the film. Yeah, I, I am. Okay, well, good. The then, um, then you've got you've got your own front row ticket to see <laughs> anytime you want in doubly stereo. I, I still see you starring in the film. Yeah, it's not. Unfortunately, that's not happening. It's not happening. Not happening. I'm passing. I'm passing on this. Passing on starring in a, in a film that could change change the world. No, I'm, st I'm passing on starring in, in your film. Really? Yeah. Saying no. 
it's interesting. Yes, it is, because not many people say no to you. Oh, everyone says no to me. Okay, well, I'm saying it. I'm saying it. <laughs> so you're used to it? No. Uh, yeah. I, no? I mean, e- even one of our uh, early calls when I... I Previous call time. Guys, it's previous call time with George. Here we go. Previously on Late Night Alternative. <laughs> well, I, I thought I, I really shared a, a, a nice vision of, of a future world of wonders. And, yeah, and, I'm not and doing you, this. And you said you 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 Change wouldn't want your children to live in 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 the world I was trying to. No, because it's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. Why is it nuts? Because your world is based on the bank of a gazillion wonders. All my kids are dealing with that nonsense. It's not nonsense. Okay. The, the right. bank of a zillion wonders will uh, open in London sometime in, oh. in, in 2020. I, I, I'm not okay. put, putting a... George, I'm not, I'm not in the film. I'm passing on this, this film. I'm passing on this, this opportunity. Okay, you you are part of it, even though you think you're not part of it, because you passing on it is part Part of the story. Of course, is yeah. No, I appreciate that. Yeah, good. No, no, lovely. Yes, yes. Oui, oui, madame. It's it's into the it's into the mystic. It it really is. I I I wish you would play that that. I know you do, because you ask all the time. We're not going to. Is there anything else we can do for you tonight, George? You could play a song. Not going to. Thanks for calling. This is Talk Radio. Tales of mystery and imagination on the radio show that does things differently. Dolly Parton, I listen to a record that they love. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I'm a nutjob, but not that kind of nutjob. On Talk Radio. Honest to God, it's the new Breaking Bad. Oh, no. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone. And what you got, Catherine? This story about you remember the other day we were talking about a, what was it, a six year old who got in a car and drove it down the street. Oh yeah, I do. Some Australian kids have gone one better. Although I, They were doing it smoking a doobie. I suspect there's a dark vibe to this, right? Okay. Four kids yeah. have driven six hundred miles across Australia. And I would drive six hundred miles. After packing fishing rods and stealing their parents' car. How old are these kids? Uh fourteen, thirteen and two ten year olds. Well see that's different because they like drive like tractors and, and off road and quad bikes from the age of five over there. So that's that's okay. Yeah, All right. And also these kids are serious about leaving home, so you've got to wonder what what's going on at home. Yeah. Kids were spotted driving on Sunday after three boys and one girl stole 82 litres of diesel. So they would have got away with it if they hadn't pinched the diesel. Yeah, idiots. Costing idiot about children. £65 pounds before being stopped by police. The group, one boy aged 14, two aged 13 and a girl aged 10, set out from the Queensland city of Rockhampton late on Saturday night Queensland. or early Sunday morning. Queensland. 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 One of the boys from the Quisling. runaway group left a note. What's a quizzling? A quizzling. Uh, isn't that like a... Um, wasn't quizzling a Norwegian Nazi sympathizer. So a traitor. Oh, were they Nazis? Mm. I think. Ooh, flip. I think. Ay, 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 ay. Because I just joined the local pub quizzling team. <laughs> That's not a bad little joke there. That's not a bad little joke. 
But, um, I'm gonna have to, I don't want to be nice, Norwegian Nazis. Yeah. I know that it gets applied to people who are within a community, say LGBT, and don't go with what, um, majority Okay. Would. Okay. You know I mean? That's my community now. That's my community you're talking well, about. You so, watch it inform yourself. Uh, it's my community, so just watch it. Watch, please don't be, speak bad on my LGBTQ I'm plus. Not, I'm just saying it's friends, complicated. Particularly the bees. Because they're my people. You massive bee. Yeah, I am actually, and I'm, and I'm proud of it. Good. And I've, I've got, um, the, uh, uh, flag of, the pride flag tattooed on my, um, D. Oh, God. Yeah. Do they use a microscope? It's at half mast at the moment, but, uh, I'm gonna raise it when I get home. You done? I will be when I get home. And then I'll lower it again quite quickly after. Okay. I've cleaned it. Oh. Should I carry on talking about these children or should we change the subject? I think we'll carry on. Carry on doing your story. Looking forward to this. This should be good. Here we go. Away you go. One of the boys from the runaway group left a note for his family which said he was leaving. Petrol station cashier at the Puma service station in Banana, Australia. Yes, it's a real place. You like a banana? You can't have one. It's a town. He reviewed CCTV of the incident, said the driver got the car to go, uh, hang on, of the car got out and filled up before driving off. Yes, I suppose that's usual. The unnamed cashier said, they drove in like normal. You can see the bloke get out of the car and start filling it up. I was tall as a 14-year-old. Well, he's really I, I short. I was the one that would buy the booze. Here we go. He's really short. Yeah. Look, he barely even reaches the window. Then he just... Dirty little bugger! He sorted himself out. What? Got back into the car and drove off. No one else got out of the car, but it looked like he was talking to somebody else. Police have said when they first recognised the vehicle that was reported missing by the parents, they briefly chased it before the kids gave up, reported the Times. Uh, Darren Williams, a New South Wales police inspector, said the children locked the car's doors and refused to get out when police approached them. Yeah, that's fair it enough. Late... Don't talk to strangers. We all know that. It was later revealed that a 13-year-old boy was in the driver's seat. Williams said when we got there, they wouldn't open up. They've come under notice because of illegal behaviour doing drive-offs at petrol stations. The children were taken into custody at 10.40pm Sunday evening and will face charges, according to police. Williams added, it's a pretty big journey. It's a long way for a person to do it, but I suppose a couple of cans of Red Bull and you're likely to do anything. Well. It's a long way, in excess of 100k from Rockhampton down to Grafton, so I couldn't imagine one person driving all that way. Police waited for the parents to arrive before interviewing the children. Okay, here's the question. Where is, uh, it's, uh, okay, here's the question. It's often described as being a long way to get there, but where exactly is Tipperary? Is it in Ireland? It's in Ireland. Okay. Um, it's one of those longing songs that the Irish sing when they're not at home. Oh, God. Um, okay. It's um, often considered to be a long way away because people will say from here too, but where is Timbuktu? Where is Timbuktu? Is that Egypt? No, isn't Timbuktu? Persia. Isn't it Ethiopia? I don't know. No. I want to check. Don't check. Let me. No, think, let's think this through. I it, don't, I'm, I'm, right. I'm well, going to say Ethiopia. Can I check that? No, because let's think it through a little bit more. God, what is your problem? Why do you say Ethiopia, Timbuktu? Because I got in my, the back of my mind somewhere it's screaming Ethiopia. I don't think it's Africa. It is. I think it's like, it's kind of North Africa, which isn't Africa. Well. No, I think it's, um, Middle Eastern. Timbuktu. You want to go to Timbuktu? Timbuktu. Stop saying it like that. 
Timbuktu. I mean, you want to go to Timbuktu because you many, many camels. Okay, don't be. 500 that. shekels and your wa- beautiful wife. Okay, God. Give me your beautiful wife. That's where they got the idea for the um, movie with Robert Redford, didn't they? Indecent Proposal. From million he, dollars, yeah. Robert Redford was um, trying to get to Timbuktu in the Middle East. Who was the husband in that? Was that Woody Harrelson? Yeah. And uh, t- Robert Redford was trying to get to Timbuktu. And uh, the guy said, oh, yeah, well, I will take you, but it will cost you 500 shekels in the one night with your beautiful wife. And much. and then what Robert Redford did, because he had a big beard and a jacket at the time, as he turned and looked and went... And people thought he was someone else. They thought he was that Galifianakis. And that's what Indecent Proposal is based on, the nod that Robert Redford gave to an Arabian man to let him sleep with his, his wife, Mrs. Mrs. Redford. Mm. In on the way to Timbuktu, um, we'll we'll find out where Timbuktu is after these messages, guys. That really is going to keep people listening. Oh three four four, don't Google it now. I'm not. You? Well, you are. I'm actually not. Look. Well, get, come off Twitter because someone's going to tell you. They're not. I hate people. They tell you these things. I hate I hate everybody. This is talk radio across the UK, online and on DAB. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine. Uh, one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. A doctor, Dave Allen, will come to you in a minute. A doctor inspecting a man's earache. I've not had an earache for ages. I went a bit deaf today in the pool because uh, came down the slide backwards and the water went in. And I like that. Not had a proper earache for a, for a good while. Bit with a bit of cotton wool in there. I love that. An inspect. A doctor inspecting a man's ear. Right, Kath, come and watch. Right, go. Hang on, don't, don't look. You can't look yet. I've got to tell you when to look. Come around here and look. Keep your eyes closed. Now, look at this, what's coming out of his ear. Oh. My. It's a butterfly. Ooh. In his ear. Deary me. State of that, isn't it? How would you not notice that going in? That's a big one. A doctor inspecting a man's earache managed to remove a butterfly which had crawled in and got stuck inside for three years. Three days. Spine-tingling footage shows the doctor slowly pulling out the lodged creature. Lodged creature. While the patient sits and watches the gruesome procedure on a screen. Screen. The insect was removed at a hospital in Ha Nam province, northern Vietnam. That is disgusting. The man had been complaining about ear pain and claimed that he felt an insect had crawled into his ear. After a quick inspection seen in detail on a monitor placed in front of the patient, Dr. Tuan found a tiny butterfly. That ain't tiny inside the man's ear canal. That's about an inch, that one. Um, Oh, that is disgusting. I hate people. I hate ears. Um... Oh, I hate people. I have a friend who's a nurse, right? Yeah. And she was bathing a patient once. Yeah. Um, and she said there was this smell around the patient's face that made her want to throw up. She needed mm. something up, so she investigated up the nostrils. Yes. Do you know what she found? Um, poo. A massive dead daddy long legs and a big, you know those labels made out of ribbon you get in clothes? Mm. Right up the uter. It'd been up there for ages, covered in crap. Jesus. Uh, good evening, Dave. 
Good evening. Every time I come on, you, you, you tend to prefer, preface it with, I hate people. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which... Yes, hello. Speaking of which, Dave. <laughs> hello to all the omis and polonies out there. There um, we go. Well done. Congra- congratulations. Yeah. Nice to find your lullies. Um, anyway. <laughs> He's going um, for it. I love it. <laughs> what you got for us, big fella? Uh, Bob Dylan. Oh, before so, that. I've got before that. How's your yeah. car? Oh, that was 700 quid's worth. I'm never going to see it again. Really? Yeah. Yeah. What was wrong with um, it? Um, Dave's car broke down just as he arrived to see the rabbit hole in London uh, a couple of weeks ago. What was wrong with it? Was it was on electric, fire. The electric, was... The, yeah, the electric to the power steering went and caught on fire. Flipping it. Yeah, buddy, so, um, All right, go yeah. on. Dylan. Dylan. Um, Rubbish, isn't he? Yeah, now? I think, yeah. Um, I, I'm wondering these days if it's a sort of Emperor's New Clothes thing because um, all I hear from the gigs, well, I see clips of the gigs and it's fairly awful. And all you hear from people at the gigs was there's a mass exodus about an hour in of people just going, oh, I've had enough now. Yeah, oh, that was know. us, an hour, I'm, precisely I'm an hour. Get out of the car park. Um, I, was, I think I said to you, I took last tour in about ten years ago and it just wasn't, and I, I thought, right, never again. And you but what, like I, what I need to know, Dave, from a Dylanologist, <laughs> right... Mm. What, was this a good gig for Dylan? Because I know that he's very, very hit and miss, and it's like 70% of rubbish, and then he'll have 20% that are really good and 10% that are mind-blowing. So mm. I have nothing to compare this with, right? He, mm. Dylan was smiling a lot, so he was enjoying it. Oh, yeah. I have nothing to compare it with, whether this was a, was a great one, a good one, or was a rubbish one, for his m- kind of current standard. I just... I, I just think that his voice, well, his voice never was, you know, his strongest point, although that's, you know, not necessarily true. Yeah. But um, I just think it's completely gone, and his, and his stagecraft is just, this one sounds exactly the same as a slow one, and this one's yeah. a bit faster, and it's exactly the same tune, and I'll do some, what, what apparently, what Dylanology is called up-singing, when he does that thing, when he goes, Oh, he does a Dylan impression. It's called up-singing. Oh, Jesus, he's jerks. He's absolutely um, jerks. But I just, I just wonder if it is some sort of, uh, you know, convincing yourself it's, it must be good because I spend that much money on it. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they're expensive um, tickets. It's, it's not cheap. Listen, I'm glad I saw him, right? As a yeah. recent convert to Dylan, yeah, I wish I'd seen him 20 years ago when I had the mm. chance to, and I didn't because I didn't like him. I thought he was a joke. I would like to have, I wish I could. Uh, that's not happening. Recent convert to Dylan, I'm glad I'm seeing, I've seen him because if he died soon, which <laughs> it looked like, yes, I may say he died on, uh, on, on Friday <laughs> evening. We don't know. Um, but, um, or even Thursday evening because <laughs> when he came on. But, uh, but, you know, if he died and I hadn't seen him, I would, I'd be, would be kicking myself. I've seen him. I'm glad I've seen mm. him. I was happy to pay the money for it. I just thought he was taking the mickey out of everyone, which I think he does a lot. You know, here's the thing as well. Here, here's the thing, Dave, right? I said mm. two funny things loudly, not a titter, right? Because he's, here's the thing. He's singing all these, Bob, he's singing these songs, right? You can't yeah. make out the words and the tunes are all different. It's all different arrangements. I said mm. quite loudly, once it was quiet, hmm, I wonder if he knows any Bob Dylan songs, right? <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny. And then another quiet bit, right? It's quiet, quiet. And I went, Judas! <laughs> nothing, nothing, nothing from him. 
nothing from, wouldn't it have been great if he heard it and gone, I don't believe you. <laughs> and then he played like a Rolling Stone properly, like the record. Yeah. But nothing, nobody, well, so people looked at me embarrassed, the Judas should get a big laugh. Those posh kids but behind us didn't know what those re that reference was. They, they wouldn't have known. They, Scumbags. They were just there to, to talk. They, they got talked their, all the way through it. They got their free yeah. copy of Bob Dylan's greatest hits with a, with a coffee. They, 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 they downloaded it on Daily Mail. They download, they, they, they streamed it on Spotify. I streamed the first 30 seconds on Spotify. Yeah, there's buy tickets for this guy. I do, I do find it. I've, well, it's just Dylan gig, but I've been to a lot of gigs. Uh, I think it must be that thing of not wanting to let people in front of you at Dylan gigs is very, um, is very much a part of, of those gigs. I, I found. Um, I've been to quite a few times, and it is very much white blokes of a certain age not wanting to let you in at all, and really wanting to pick fights. Um, that's very, that's very like a Dylan you're, gig. You're I, confusing I Dylan with Morrissey, I think. There. Oh, yeah. Dave, yeah. I've been to Morrissey gigs, it was a very chill vibe. Uh, those were the old ones before, uh, yeah, before, before the NF realized. got involved. Before they, before, they were, before they were rallies, yeah. Yeah, true. Uh, no, I, I, you know, I just, but I've also come to the conclusion, Dave, that actually I don't like and I've never really liked Neil Young. Uh, well, see, I sort of think I've seen Neil Young as well, because I've I seen him inside, like, acoustic, and I saw him at Hyde Park the year that, um, that must have been Glastonbury year, when McCartney came up and out and did Day in the Life with him. Right. Um, so I saw him there, and I just thought, I just think with some of these older acts, I've seen it, they were really good, I'll leave it there, because yeah. I don't see him again, that's why I made a mistake with Dylan, I went again after I saw, I saw about three out of the five gigs at Brixton in about 2005, and yeah. they were all great gigs, and I should have left it there and thought, right. I mean, um, uh, 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 Stephen C., who does the uh, Beatles podcast, he yeah. recently went to the States and saw the Stones, McCartney, and Aerosmith, so wow. he's doing this, he's doing this thing of sort of ticking off the, um, you know, so you've got this theory there'll be a, a, a decade of mass, mass extinction when yeah. all these people go. Oh God! And, yeah, when, 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 and it's going to happen very soon. All of all of the classic rockers who are my my favourites, they're going to go. What, what? I'm never going to go to a concert again. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, there's a great. I think it's like Cream magazine or something. In 1970, has a picture of loads of rock stars and says, which one of these will survive the 1980s? And it says, you know, Bob Dylan is 36 and, you know, Paul McCartney <laughs> is 26 and will they make it to the end? And a couple of them there were like Janis Joplin and uh, Jimi Hendrix, so they didn't, but, um, you know, yeah. they barely made it. But um, it's quite interesting. But, uh, yeah, it, you know, so there is a case of you don't want to see these people, but you might want to see him because you might not have a chance yeah. ever again. I but. wish, I, the last, the last, I mean, I've seen Neil Diamond loads of times, six, seven, eight mm. times, I don't know. And the last tour, I thought, ah, I won't bother because he'll be round again. And I got, no. of course, that was it. This is the last one. He said, I'm not touring anymore. I've got Parkinson's. I'm out. I'm done. Well, see, Stephen again went to see Stevie Wonder because he played in Dublin recently. And uh, apparently in the middle, there was like a 20 minute DJ set while, um, Stevie sat there at his piano, and the rest of the band just sat there. Oh. While a bloke did a sort of twenty-minute DJ set. You think, yeah, okay. What? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Apparently, apparently, did it in London as well. It was like you know, he played the hits the either side of it, but then he was just sitting there and yeah. his just well, there. It's so much effort. To, this is this is why um, I banned blind people from calling uh, the show, and I just have well, to yeah. reiterate this because we had someone phoning up. Apparently complaining to my boss that it's discrimination. It's not discrimination. Blind people get on my nerves. They're banned from calling the show, Dave. Those are the rules. But, so if Stevie phones, if Stevie tries to phone no. him again, no, 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 no. no, no, no. no. I, you happening. know, I, he's 
he called to say I love you and he said no. no. He won't even get past I just called. He'll be off. Yeah. Dave, yeah. thank you very much indeed. Well done, Catherine, for responding to the the wrestling comment. <laughs> I was not going to, but thank you very much indeed. Let's go to Alan. Good evening, Alan. Hi, Mark. Hi, Kath. Hey. You know, for the night you went to see Kiss? Yeah. Did they play Reason to Live? No. no. Oh, that was my favourite Kiss song from the 1980s. They didn't do, they did a few 1980s, not many, they did Crazy Crazy Nights. Oh, they did War Machine, they did Love It Loud, Like It Loud, Loud, I want to hear it, I want to hear it loud. Um, but it was mainly 70s, it was mainly, they didn't, God gave rock and roll to you, they didn't do Do You Love Me, which is, we'll play Do You Love Me when we come back. You really like my seven inch leather heels, <laughs> and it's all of that, <laughs> do you love me, we'll play that. But they didn't play loads of stuff, but they also played loads of stuff. Yeah, they were great, Alan, they were great, and I also think that poor old Neil Young and Bob Dylan suffered as a result, because we were, we were entertained thoroughly. Yeah, yeah. and it's, it's inspired us, the, the rabbit hole in Belfast, on the 27th of June, July. We're in July. Thank you very much indeed. Saturday the 27th of July, we're coming to Belfast. We are going to, we are inspired by KISS. It may be a small audience, tickets are still available, guys. Oh, and also we've got to say thank you to Howard for the last two days covering. No, we don't. He got paid. Um, we, uh, it may be a small audience in Ireland, ianlee.com slash event. Uh, but we're gonna, we, we've been inspired by Kiss and we're gonna pull out all gonna of the stuff. We're gonna give you a show. IanLee.com slash event. We've only got two shows in the diary. Belfast, because we're our last time in Ireland for the next 12 months. And, uh, Bath in September. IanLee.com slash event. Uh, so get those, get those tickets while you can. I'm still waiting for you to come play Birmingham at the Glee Club. Could I pay good money for the Glee Club? I played at the Glee Club, mate, and you didn't come. Well, I didn't know, but this was before I found you. Uh, no. no, it wasn't. I think it was. Uh, it wasn't. How far back we going? Uh, it was about four or five years. And you've been at Talk Radio for free. Yeah. You found me before Talk Radio, you mate. You listened to BRMB. No, no, what's that place called? WM. Yeah. But you didn't advertise on WM because I mentioned it on WM. I mentioned it on WM. I was there and we were expecting you. And you didn't I, I, I wasn't happy with WM now anyway. Don't 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 try and don't try and change the subject. I'm not. I played I'm a not, show. I'm not. 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 You asked, he's put the phone down. What's he done that for? What, 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 what happened there? <laughs> he asked me Didn't to play. He last time. Yeah, he's in, yeah. He asked me to play a specific venue in a specific town. It's not often I can say, well, I've played that, I've played the Glee Club in Birmingham. It was a great show. We had a great time. We played, um, I started off badly because Nigel, um, from Maidstone had just recorded a song. It was around the time, is the time of the Manchester um, bombings? Yes. So it was like two years ago. Was that two years ago no, or three? No, it was. It was longer than that. No, it was but three. It was before we left three counties. No, Manchester bombing was while we were here. Oh well, it can't have been. Then. It was three, two or three years. However long ago that was. Apologies, not knowing. I think it was two years. What? Because we played a song from Nigel about the Manchester bombs at the start of the show, and it killed, totally killed the show, totally killed the show. Didn't we? Is that what it was? Yes. It was certainly. Was it the Manchester one? Yes. Would you tell me there's another bombing? What a world we live in. Oh three four four. Four. Anyway, it doesn't matter. We played that venue and he didn't show up. Oh three four four. 
499-1000 is the telephone number. We've got another hour to go. I think you'd have to agree this has been one of the best shows so far. Um, do give us a call. You'll speak to Sam. He will take your name and number and we'll call you straight back. The switchboard is empty, so now's a good time to call. 0344-499-1000. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Telephone number if you want to uh, give us a call. Absolutely ridiculous band, but man, what a show! What a show! Firing rockets out of their guitars. Yes, all man. the time. All, all the time. Not Shooting down the spaceships. End. Shooting down spaceships <laughs> with his guitars. What he was doing? 
Absolutely, because he's the spaceman, you see. Oh. You see, there was, there was a, there was method in there, uh, madness. 0344. Four nine nine one thousand is the uh, telephone number. If you want to give us a call, now here's, this is uh, this is a lovely, this is a horny story. It's time for it's after midnight. Excuse me. It's after midnight. It's time for a, a horny story. You ready for a horny story? I'm always ready. Let's for get a horny. horny. Let's get horny, guys. Um, um, here we go. A mother-in-law has been slammed. Oh, not like that. On social media, after she spooned the groom and held his hand in a death grip during an awkward family wedding snap. Oh, no. The recently resurfaced photograph, which was posted to Reddit... I can't lie, I don't understand Reddit. It's like a, an old forum from the 90s. But the kids, all the 4chaners go there. The 4chaners. By an anonymous guest, captures a family as they pose outside the church after the happy couple's nuptials. But in the disturbing shop, a woman labelled the mother-in-law is seen with her leg wrapped around the groom while firmly grasping his hand. Can we come and look at the picture? It's... Because my mum's quite tactile. But no, but that, she's got her groin, she's pulling his arm onto her groin. Oh my. What is she doing? She's pulling his arm onto her groin. She's grinding him. She's totally grinding. You think that that was her husband? Look at the angle of her ass and the leg... Here's what I think is happening. I think she thinks she's working her angle, ankles, angles, angles. Wankles. <laughs> but what she's actually doing is, um, you know, rubbing a privates against her new son-in-law's backside. One user said, nothing like firmly grasping your son's hand while spooning him on his wedding day, getting her last kicks in, I guess. Oh, so it's his mum. No, son-in-law. If it's the mother-in-law. No. When you have your wedding pictures taken, mm-hmm. do your no your family stay on stand on your side, don't they? That's his mum. Oh, dirty, dirty, dirty. Um, one uh, uh, one user commented that the mother-in-law's display was beyond disturbing, while. Others advise the couple to move far, far away from the clutches of his mother. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. Oh, Lord, please grant this daughter-in-law and darling husband the serenity to move far, far away from the clutches of his mother. As you say, I just read that. Um, she must have been laughed at by every relative who saw that wedding picture. What a tool. Uh, others shared that they had similar photographs from their own weddings with one Redditor. Oh, jeez. I hate the internet. Revealing she has a picture of her mother-in-law in in identical pose. She revealed, lol, I have a picture of my mother-in-law doing the exact same death grip on my husband's wedding day. I suspect emotion got the better of her. Um, no, that's, uh, that's inappropriate. That is wrong. We do not approve of that. We do not like that. That is not, um, that is not a cool place, a cool thing to do. Now, um, Nelly, if Nelly is listening, I'm calling in. I haven't got my bell. Hang on a minute. I haven't got my bell. I haven't got my bell. I had to clear out of my bag and the bell. The bell got it. The bell, it was the end. Oh, I I can hear it. It's in there. There might be keys. No, there's definitely bell. Oh, there's bell, there's a bell, there's a bell. All right, Sport Billy. This is, we don't now, this is the first time we've done this. This is the first time we have done this. We have, I haven't got the book. Yes, I have. Right. This is the first time we've done this. 
and all of uh, our um, correspondents should be awake and should be listening to the yeah. show because I'm putting a call out for a correspondent. Now, I'm a bit confused. We've got two correspondents down for this. So I'm saying Lely and Nelly. Lely and Nelly, you must call in now. This is a correspondent call for... Lely. And... Nelly. This is a correspondent call for... Nelly. And... Nelly. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. We wait and we see. And it's, it's ten minutes past midnight. They don't call in by twenty minutes past midnight. They're off. They're off the books. Beautiful. It's as simple as that. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm... I'm sorry. You thought being a correspondent was going to be a piece of cake and you got to choose when you phoned in. I don't think so. It don't work like that. Yeah, sure, you can call in when you want to call in. But I get to call the shots around here. I'm the big guy. I'm the big guy. Okay? Uh, so you got to call in. We're waiting for Catherine. Lelly. And? Nelly. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. If they don't, one minute is gone already. This is what I'm talking about. If they don't call in uh, within nine minutes, they are both off of the books. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. Who are these um, bell cheeses online who claim they're going to storm? Area 51, which is where the UFOs are kept, the alien bodies are kept, the alien laser guns are all kept there. The autopsy. Despite the fact that, that everybody knows about it, and yeah. it's now, it's like a, a meme, a joke. Uh, they're all kept there because the government think, well, if we move it, we're going to get busted. If we move it at night time, someone's going to like shine a light on us or something, to flashlight, they call it over there. Uh, so, but the people are going to storm Area 51. Now, some squares, uh, been saying don't don't uh, don't storm it, you'll get shot. Well, uh, no. If ten thousand people storm it, yeah, maybe five six thousand people will get shot. That let's be generous. Let's say seven thousand people get shot. That's still three thousand that get in there and get their hands on the alien technology. Unless, of course, they use alien technology to shoot. Then we're in a whole different thing. So I'm totally up for this. I think people should do it. I'm tempted to go over there and stand at the back mm-hmm. and report. Jailed, you just jailed for journalism. I'm tempted to go and uh, be part of this scene. But who is involving it? Who is um, creating it? That's what I want to know. I know nothing about this. Is this an online phenomenon? Oh, it's a hashtag. All right. Mm. All right, so serious then. It's a hashtag. Where are you going? My earphones keep popping out. Headphones? Yeah. Um, although when my, I call um, my headphones headphones, the boys tell me off and they say, no, they're earbuds. Oh, dear. So there's a man there wearing headphones. Where? There. Well, he's not. Who's not? Oh, you mean the guy with earbuds? Jesus. Kids. Earbuds. Idiots. Um, seven minutes to go for our correspondent call out. When you talk about um, Area 51, it gives me a wry smile because it gives me memories of our local pub being taken over by, well, in some ways a maverick, in other ways a madman. Who decided that he was going to turn, it's the posh, quite a posh looking one. You know that coaching inn we went to where they do a nice fry up now? No. Well, in the olden days, it was it it it, it was a little bit of a dive. Anyway, we went there once. We went there once, and uh, in the basement, he set up, he made a club called Area Fifty One. No, well, Swingers I've club. heard stories uh, called Area Fifty One. Imagine he's the worst job you could ever do in your life. Right, the worst job, a cleaner at a swingers club. 
jeez. Ay, ay, ay. People don't take their own towels and stuff. Like, what would you take a towel to a swingers club well, for? You, you do to a nudist place. It's not, yeah, but this is a swingers club. There's no towels. You don't take towels. Well, I don't want to sit down there, would you? Well, th- they want they want to sit down there. They want to get pregnant from a stool. It's very niche. <laughs> Sexual practice. <laughs> I won't explain how it works, but you can imagine. <laughs> Um, Gosh. So he turned the, the, uh, the yeah, downstairs into, into Area 51. Area 51. Uh, what did with, that exactly entail? <laughs> well, five minutes to go, six minutes to go, by the way, Nelly and Lelly. It entailed a lot of caging. Yeah. Um, some uh, glow in the dark aliens. Okay, those guys, yeah. <laughs> I know those guys. Um, I, oh, hazard tape. Yeah. Uh, a DJ booth in the ceiling. Right. Yeah. In the ceiling? Yeah. And the DJ it it was bra- my it mate's dad. This sounds wicked, actually. <laughs> Oh, we had some fun times there, but it was, uh, <laughs> it was a daft idea. Area 51. By, by, by the way, that Remy Nicole song I mentioned earlier on that my boys know all the words to about, um, uh, Woof, uh, great, uh, Woof, uh, Got Bags. Got Bags, Biker Grove, and Sean Maguire in Grange Shirley also has the line, um, buying naff naff jackets off your dad's mate Paul to and my seven year old today had to say what are naff naff jackets I always wanted one oh, great. I always wanted oh, one great. and I didn't want a NAFCO one from the market we got five minutes NAFCO yeah that was the you know because you remember, remember Stussy yeah yeah you could get Spliffy from the market wasn't Stussy doesn't Stussy doesn't it say I am gay well that's what they used to say about it but that was just people that were wearing Spliffies I think no Stussy says I am gay um and is it Kappa? Aren't they having sex on Kappa? No, they're back to back. But if you look at it a different way, they're having sex on Kappa. Is it just through the eyes of a teenager, all this I stuff? No, I'm sure. I've got to look at the Kappa logo. This is Talk Radio. After hours amusement for anarchists, air hostesses and jet lag antipodeans. Can I, Cobbers? Can I crash on your floor? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We cannot, we can neither confirm nor deny that the Kappa logo, if you squint or look at it in a certain way, looks like people having sex. We we just do not have um, the evidence wow. to back that up. We've got two minutes, and uh, Lelly and Nelly have not called in. It's our first correspondent call out, and they're not calling in, so they're about to get um, struck off, which means we are. We'll be looking for. I mean, I never knew which one was which because they muffled so much. We'll be looking for a new lighthouses and a new karaoke correspondent in exactly two minutes' time. Yeah. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. So um, we wait. We wait. I want to talk about. This is why I don't know which one it is. I want to talk about karaoke because there's this. Nelly's actually Nelly or Lelly has actually mentioned it before. This karaoke website. What's it called? Shmuel. Shmuel. Smule. 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 That's what I'm saying, Smule. No, not Smule. Smule. I'm saying Smule. Don't say sh. Say sm. I'm saying, all right, sm. Smule. 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 Okay. So, how do you spell Smule? S-M-U-L-E. Oh, Smule. All right, okay. So. <laughs> I'm wicked. I'm wicked. I'm a wicked guy. So we can go smule, smule, connecting the world through. So can I? So is, you can do. It's a karaoke thing, right? Can you do it live? Do you have to sing with someone else? Let's install it. I want to. I want to smule. Love music with smule. You can sing. Right. I'm going to install it on my phone. 
We're going to do some live karaoke. Great. Maybe you could say it without the sarcasm. Great. That's better. See? Didn't know, did it? Hey, didn't know, you silly sausage. Uh, 30 seconds, we're going to lose two of our correspondents. Absolute shambles. Oh, well, well, yeah, go. I bet they're going around getting as much, you know, me as they can because they're like correspondents. Oh, we're correspondents. Oh, we're correspondents. We're very in Lee, Lee. Jungle in Lee. Getting, whoa, getting loads of it. Whoa, get some oh, of that. Does that entitle you to? Well, they probably think it does. They're abusing my name. Right. Um, and, uh, well, that, is going to end now because, um, oh, time's up. We've just lost two correspondents. So we're looking for a lighthouse correspondent. We're looking for a karaoke correspondent. They can, of course, phone in at a later date and beg for their positions. But they've got to do some pretty heavy be- begging. So, right, so I'm installing this app and it seems to be taking forever. Uh, love music with small. You can sing and make music with friends and fans around the world. Karaoke solo or duet with people across the globe. Sing duets with major artists like Ed Sheeran and Luis Fonzi. Sing Acapulco, solo, or with a group. Um, okay, well, I want to sing with Ed Sheeran. Where's the Ed Sheeran button? Um, here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. So, so these people are live now. Let's go live. Um, let me log in. Let me uh, log in with my Facebook. Here we go. We're going to get some live, live karaoke. Hockey pokey chokey on the karaoke. Uh, tell us your birthday. Jeez, come on, man. Uh, when is my birthday? The 9th, 19th. If anyone's done this out, by the way, 03444991000, let us know. Logging in. Logging in to Shmuel. We're going to sign into the account. Here we go. So this is. Okay, why can't I hear them? Why can't I, I, I can, why can't I hear them? Hang on. Is it trick? Why can't I hear them? Well, I can see people singing, but I can't hear them. Is there like a, vo- oh, I'll stop. hang on, hang on. Here we go. Here we, Here we go. go. We had to dump that. There was a drunk man talking to a younger, a very attractive, but significantly younger woman. Um, um, and it got very sweary. Hang on a second. It, so I don't understand how this works. If anyone knows how this works, can someone call me up and let me know? Um, oh, here we go. Okay, let me try this. Let's try this. Let's try this. I think I can sing. Okay. Oh, you're not going to hurt me. Hang on a minute. Bear with me, guys. Bear with me. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. By the way. Mm, here we go. What is going on with this? Here we go. Here we go. But how do I do it? Jeez, this is clunky. Here we go. Hang on a minute. I'm going to. Oh. Hello. Little. It's supposed to be karaoke. Where are the words? The words are supposed to come up here. The words are supposed to come up. And it said, I could sing live with Louise Fonzi, um, but she's singing with some guy. No, Louise Fonzi is a guy. Exactly. Well, she's singing with some guy. So, 
Um, I want to uh, sing. Oh, this right. Let's try. Um, hang on a minute. I've got a feeling this isn't going to last very long. Um, oh, Natasha Bedingfield. Remember Natasha Bedingfield? I do. Didn't like her brother very much. Um, 18 plus only. No thanks. Well, how do I open a... This is why we need the flipping karaoke correspondent. I want to know how to open up a, a karaoke booth. Also, he's been a right pain about this smule thing. You've got to get on there. You've got to have a look. Go. We're looking. And we're trying now and you're not nowhere to be found. I want to... How do I sing? I want to sing. Let's music together. Inst- oh, I've got to install it again. Right, install. Uh, download it on the App Store. Flipping it. What a, what a world we live in. Oh, please verify your account. Yeah, verify account verified. I'm Ian Lee Five. If anyone wants to come and join me on here, there's five of you out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Your account has been verified. Thank you. Continue. Okay. Can we? Inst- oh, God! I hate life. Just hate life. Right. So we're we're in. So let's. Sam, could you come on the microphone, please, Sam? Hello. That's what we like, really. <laughs> right. How can I help? Yeah. How do I do this? I don't know. I'm not tech support. He's right. I mean, the brass neck of him, though. I know. I know you're not tech support, mate, but you're um, tech op on this show and you're my mate. And um, I would like you to help me. So how do I do this, please? I, I don't know. Right. I mean... Okay. That's... Do you want me to have a look? Do you want to come in? No. Right. 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 Get that phone call. Oh. 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 Someone. Get them straight back, straight on the air. Someone is in v- is in very serious trouble. Very serious trouble. Straight through. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm very pre- pleased to announce it was our former lighthouse or karaoke correspondent Nelly. Our former lighthouse or karaoke correspondent Nelly. Good evening, Nelly. Um, you yeah, hand, you handing uh, your badge in? Um, I, I don't know which one I'm handing in to be honest with you. Well, um, which, which correspondent were you? Because and don't muffle it this time because the words sound very similar. Which one were you? Uh, um, karaoke originally, then you told me Lighthouse, and now I, I don't know where I am. I just okay. woke up. Right. Woke up? What do you mean waking up this time of night? I've been up all day. Uh, well, I, you know, I dozed off, I woke up, and then I get a message saying, ringing up. Six minutes ago you were supposed to ring me. We gave you a ten minute window. Oh. Correspondent, it was our first correspondent call in, because I want to do this small thing, shmool. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, and, um... You didn't phone in within the allotted time. Now, if you can teach me how to do this um, and make it sound interesting, then you might get your correspondent. You might get your correspondent gig back. You might get it back. You might get it Which back. Which one? But you've got to tell me how to do this. I'm on the website. How do I sing the song? And we, by the way, the first person we went to dropped an F bomb, so that is not good. So, how do I sing a song? Um, so, I think, this, this, this isn't just a list of songs, you just open up and then, actually, I, I, I've got an idea. Search for a song. Okay, right, searching for a song. I'm searching for the monkeys. Here we go. Showing results for the monkeys. Here we go. I found, okay, I found a song. 
right now what? Then you should uh, give you an option of doing a duet or a solo or... All right, clicking on the song. Here we go. Let's do this. Um, but no, this is just a video of two people singing a song. Ah, so that's a previous recording of someone who's already done it. Correct. Uh... Right, you... You have used this before, right? Yeah. Do you do it on your phone or on a computer? I do it on my phone. Right, well, I'm downloading the app, um, but it's not taking a long time. If I go off Wi-Fi, maybe just go on, um, on my data and my data. There we go, speeding it up a little bit. There we go. Now it's at 61%, we're at 65%. We're doing it in fours, so that's 67%, so in twos now. Do you want a lighthouse track, or...? Uh, yeah, go on. Um, so, the first, um, lighthouse... Uh, that was in, um, 1281. 1281? Was it on Ocean Drive? They, live, they lived on Ocean Thank Drive. You Thank you very much for your call, Nelly. Good evening. Good evening, Nelly. Go back to sleep. Oh, man, alive. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Okay, I've downloaded it on my phone. 0344-499-1000, by the way, is the phone number. I've downloaded it on my phone. I just want to sing. Just want to sing. That's all you've ever wanted. That's all I've ever wanted. If you look at the people who are live, it's a very strange mix. Is it uh, pretty girls and strange men? I mean, it's just, it's weird people. I mean, look at these guys. Look like they're mounting each other, which they might well be doing. And he looks like a murderer. Right, so continue as Ian. Right. We're going to log into this. Connecting Smule account with Facebook account. So Music. You say like no kids and eighteen <coughs> plus. Is it some sort of pulling? I well, this is what I think mechanism. we're into. Okay, right. So, um, rock. We want to do rock. I tell us what you like to sing. I like to sing rock. I like pop. Um, Quite a versatile I, entertainer, really. I like musicals. Yeah. And I like love songs. There we go. Right. That's the four. I've chosen those four. Seven day, excuse me, VIP seven day free trial, then £9.99 a week after. What? No, a week? No thanks. A week? No thanks. <laughs> right, so unlock a song. Find your favourite song to sing. Let's, uh, I've got to unlock a song, have I? Right. Oh, here we go, here we go. Here we go. We could be into something here. Headphones are recommended. Use headphones when singing to reduce background noise. Okay, skip that. Smeal tips. I don't want an all access pass. Preparing the studio. Testing. You'll need permission to turn on your microphone. Tap OK. Here we go. Uh, allow it to... Yep, allow. <clears throat> Preparing. Here we go. Oh, here we go. Here we go. I want to thank everybody for listening to my song. My song for you, the ladies. Oh. Beth, I hear you calling 
But I can't come home right now. Me and the boys are playing. And we just can't find the sound. Just a few more hours. And I'll be right home to you. Stop laughing. I think I hear them calling. Oh, Beth, what can I do? Beth, what can I do? You they say, oh, sorry. Uh, Auntie, that a house just ain't a home. I'm always somewhere else. You're always there alone. Just a few more hours and I'd be right home to you. I think I hear Jean coming. Oh, Beth, what can I do? Beth, what can I do? Okay, so now's the instrumental. He needs to man up and say no to them. Man up. Don't use that phrase. Well. Then, but then, how do I want to duet with, with, um, I want to duet with somebody. What happens to this now? Boom, 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 boom. Do you remember when we saw the Catman playing a pretend piano? Yeah, it was a hollow piano. So it was a hollow night in many ways, really, but here we go. 43 seconds left, guys. 43 seconds left. 37 seconds. Beth, I know you're lonely. I'm trying to match the lines. And I hope you'll be alright. Cause me and the boys are playing with each other all night. Uh Beth, I love you so much, baby. I love you so much, baby. I love you, baby. Baby, my baby, baby. She's got an essential clip. Change the locks. Okay, now what do we do? All right. So I've got 3,850 points then. It says you sounded awesome. Okay, so. Awesome? Yeah, said I sounded awesome. Gosh. So we could, great job on your first solo. Now you can sing your favourite songs. He wants okay. to get your £10 a week. Well, I want to play, I'd like to play that song back and hear it back, please, if I could be. No one wants that. Um, could I, how do I play that? Um, you can now message in Smule. No, no, thank you. Pavarotti's invited me to join. Mm, don't think so. Don't think so. Um, I want to go, I want to go, I want to go live. Here we go. 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 Is this a human being? Am I singing duet? I want a duet. Stop. Join someone else's recording. Duet, you've... Right, that was a waste of my life. To do a duet, you've got to pay £9.99 a week. Wow. A week. That's some business model. A week. I can, I can record something with someone who's... Um, join someone else's recording. All right, here we go. Uh... Here we go. Here we go. We're in. Here we go. We're in. Here we go. We're in. Here we go. This is, I'm gonna, this is joining someone's recording. Sing your part in blue. Sing together in orange. Okay. Take it easy. All right. I'm, I'm going to do my best. So this is with a real guy that's recorded. <laughs> it's loaded loose. 
Çekerize Çekerize Don't let the sand of your own wheels drop crazy I Don't laugh because you'll hear this recording. <clears throat> well, I've been standing on a corner in Winslow, Arizona. It's such a fine sight to see. And so go, my lord, on a flatbed forge, slowing down. Oh, take a look at me. I think I may have just found the best thing in the world. <laughs> Too late, mate. We've all lost. <laughs> in some ways, they've made it too easy. <laughs> here we go. It's my, my, my big break has come in here. <laughs> My big old break. Gosh. Yeah. Whoa, well, I'm running. Whoa, yeah. So. <laughs> well retrieved. Take it easy. Well, I'm a running down the road. I'm trying to loosen my load. I got worlds of trouble on my mind. I'm looking for a lover who won't blow my cover, but she's so hard to find. Take it easy, take it easy. Don't let the sound of your own wheels make crazy. Take it, buddy. Makes it, it, he's brought a real darkness to this song yeah. that I didn't know existed. Need saving. We. Oh. Oh, we. We got it easy. <laughs> we ought to take it easy. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, man. Those good country and western songs. <laughs> All right, we can listen to it now. Oh, that was a lot of fun. Well done, guys. But we can also... Here we go. Here's the, ah, here we go. Oh, 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 is it? Oh! Do my best. Oh, this is it. Right. Oh, they put a bit of echo on it. Well, I can think I can put... You'll hear this, he heard it. Don't let it me, here's me. Double me. I'm happy with that, happy with that. Very happy with that. 
Enjoyed singing with Rebel Dude 7890. Yeah, follow that guy. Follow that partner. I'm following. Congrats. Okay, this is the this is the, the rest of the show. And by the rest of the show, I mean until my contract runs out in March or sooner. Um, okay, we're going to share that. Um, we're going to copy that link and we're going to post it here. If you want to if you want to enjoy the vibes from there, then all you got to do is follow me on Twitter and that is the this is the greatest thing in my life. Let's take a quick break. This is Talk Radio. Dead of Night Discourse for Disco Queens. I'm related to Jedward and Dolly Parton. Dairy Farmers aye, aye. and Distant Fathers. Yeah, whatever. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Doing lots of things that we don't know about, we can't control. On Talk Radio. Yes, great. For someone else, but not for me. Why am I echoing? That's it. No, that's not you. That was you. Disappoint. Whoa. Fail. Fail. Let's get out of here. I don't know. Uh, uh, new song. New song. That was awful. That was that was awful. That was awful. Um, let's try. Let's try this. Try this. Let's try this. Um, let's try this on. Here we go. Here we go. Just, it's, it's, we'll come to you in a second, right? I promise. Um, but this is important to me. Okay. I sing them blue. I sing the blue bit. Okay. They don't always sing their bit. No. That's selfish performers. Here we go. Uh, where's Raygon? I was about to go to Raygon. I got bitten by a mouse the other day. Yeah. Bit, actually bitten by a mouse. What I were you was, doing to it? I was, um, uh, rescuing it. I was saving a mouse's life from being eaten by my cat. And I went to the ma- mouse. And what happens when the mouse, I'll come to you in a second, Ray. When the mouse is being attacked by a cat, it gets stunned and it stays there. And you can stroke them. Wild mice, right? You can stroke them. And I was trying to shoo this mouse along. And it was just sat there going, oh, 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 oh. And the cats are looking at it, right? And, and so I picked the mouse up to kind of put it in the bushes. The little shit bit me. It bit me. And it was, it was that thing where it bit me and I went, oh, flipping it. And I'm shaking it. It's this finger. And I'm shaking it and it's hanging off of my finger and I'm shaking it. I'm, get the flip. Blood's coming out. Here's how tough I am. Everyone, everyone said, get a tetanus. Get a tetanus. Get a tetanus. I didn't get a tetanus. I'm not dead. I beat tetanus. Have you found yourself really lusting after, like, cheese and wanting to go in little holes? Oh, yeah, I love going in little holes. Little yeah. cheesy holes. Yeah, my God. Um, and this is how to, So I beat tetanus, and in the... the tw- fri- hey, Friday the 26th, the day before we go to Belfast, I'm yes. having a colonoscopy. Okay? I'm having, a co- I'm having a camera shoved up my lubed bum. Uh, not for the first time. Literally, it's not for the first time. I've had that done before. Um... But it, it, and they might do a biopsy or something. I don't know. Um, can I come into work that night? It's, it's not general anaesthetic, is no, it? It's but a you local. Might have the Tom tits. Well, I wear a nappy. Um, it's not general anaesthetic, is it? It's a local anaesthetic. I think it's local. Oh, it should be the hospital near me. Who's <sighs> good, Ray? No, mate. No. <laughs> good evening, Ray. 
Hi, Arian. Hiya, Cass. How you doing? What have you got for us tonight, sir? Well, I'm Panath Beach uh, fishing correspondent, appointment pending. Oh, I like this guy. I like this guy. He's a creep, and I like you for it, Raymond. Well, thank you very much. But I, I, all that stuff I've just heard with the karaoke stuff, yeah. All sounded like Daleks and speeded up and stuff and weird. Oh, because you were on the line. I'm sorry. I you were on, on the, the line. line. The phones. Can we fault report that, please? Let's just I'm keep fault. for the, the county. What I was going to suggest, I don't know how that system works there, but if you can put a karaoke track up for me, I'll sing to it. Mm, let me work and, out. Yep. And what I, what I was going to suggest was Bobby Darren beyond the sea and i'll sing it while standing in the sea okay no one but but, but no one knows the song beyond the sea do they well uh, let's see la mer beyond the sea hang on bobby darren beyond the sea here we go it's there it's there you um, play it i'll sing it oh you you hum it i'll smash your teeth in um while standing in the sea all right here we go you're gonna sing it with just rach here we go you should be able to hang on right how are you gonna hear this Oh, can you hear, right, tell me if you can hear this. Can you hear that? Got it, yep. Away you go, buddy. Let's do it. Somewhere beyond the sea, somewhere waiting for me. My lover stands on golden sand, and watches the ship that goes sailing. Somewhere beyond the sea, she's there waiting for me. If I could fly like birds on high, I'd go sailing. It's far beyond that's enough of that thank you very much indeed thank you very much Ray I, I appreciate it we, it's appreciated but but seriously there is no need uh, Catherine what have you got please well oh what? by the way 03444991000 last 10 minutes of the show give us a call why the hell not kids say the funniest thing no they don't but for the last two years one young boy has been telling his parents something rather unsettling yeah according to Australian TV presenter Ooh, David Campbell on, has he seen a ghost his four year old son Billy thinks he's the reincarnation of Hitler of the late Princess Diana Whoa! and he claims yes. to remember details of her life here we go here we go the 45 year old parent of three recounted the chilling tale in a column for Stella magazine which he described as the weirdest thing he'd ever written he begins by saying that his youngest son first started talking about the famous royal at the age of just two with the toddler pointing to an image of her on a card and exclaiming look it's me when I was a princess well, that's, um, okay. Despite not having been taught anything about the royals, Billy's strange comments continued and included one incident where he told his family about having a brother named John. Princess Diana's brother John died before she was born. Oh. And another where he mentioned his boys, i.e. William and Harry. Well, hang on. Whoa. Hang on. Did he say, my boys William and Harry? Well, let's ask his dad. Okay. He started to refer to his two boys, recalls David, when asked what boys, our then three-year-old would say his sons. Okay, strange, but sure, mate. And if that weren't enough, the youngster also managed to accurately describe what Balmoral, the Queen's favourite residence, looked like without ever having seen it for himself. Yeah. 
to a Scottish friend of ours. He claimed that when he was Princess Diana, he used to go to a castle that, in that kilted wonderland. He described the Hang castle. On, the kilted wonderland. Yeah, he's writing Scotland. in a magazine, so he's writing. Scotland. Yeah, but he's an Australian. Who's ever described Scotland as? Good? I love Scotland. An Australian trying but to sound a kilted florid. wonderland. Yeah. He described the castle as having had unicorns on it, and it was called Balmoral. The dad said. The unicorn is a national animal of Scotland, and there are unicorns on the walls. How does he know this? Question mark, question mark, question mark. The boy's most recent comment is perhaps the most shocking of all, though, as he appears to discuss Diana's passing. Lisa showed him another photo of Diana, adds David, and Billy said, There's me as a princess, and then one day the sirens came and I wasn't a princess anymore. Princess Diana was married to Prince Charles between 1981 and 1996. They shared two sons. Tragically, she was killed in a car crash in Paris on the 31st of August 1997. So, hang on a minute. He, Little boy thinks he used to be a princess. Uh, Diana. Geez. I think I think that the parents are trying to distract him from something. From that that's going that story's going in a different direction, and they're princess. You say, oh, you're Diana, you're Diana. You, you, that's what that's where they're going with that. I mean, dear. Yeah. Uh, I'm just tweeting. Um, Shmuel, we just played your app on my award-winning radio show. Can I please have a free <laughs> VIP pass? Thanks. I'm terrible at blagging stuff. I've tried to blag the new Nintendo. No reply. I tried to blag a job at Channel 5. No reply from the boss of Channel 5. Imagine! Boss of Channel 5 didn't have the distance right back to me. That's where I am these days. Oh, hang on a minute. I've just been um, followed by Justice for Tommy. <laughs> and Block. <laughs> Nice try. You, um, lesbian, liberal, elite. Whatever, he talked to himself. Um, why have they not followed me? Because they'll pick on women first. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have any trouble with those guys. Um, oh, here's the thing. Um, I watched Jaws with my, did I say this on it? Yeah. I said this, didn't I? No, I don't think I said on it. I watched Jaws with my seven and nine year old. They've been obsessed about Jaws for about a year. And I, they keep, can we watch Jaws? I, yeah, I don't think so. No. Oh, can we watch? And then at the weekend, can we watch Jaws? And I went, yeah, you can. Sorry? Yeah, you can watch Jaws. They capped their pants at me saying they could watch it. What, what, we don't have to. I said, yeah, you want to watch it? I've thought about it. I think the seven and nine year old enough to watch Jaws. Um, how scary is it? So I don't remember. I've not seen it for 35 years. Um, but, uh, cause they used to show Jaws all the time, didn't they? Mm. They show it all the time in sort of the 80s on, on like Saturday night. They, Jaws, Jaws, Jaws. And I got bored of it after a while. And I said, so we'll watch it together. Uh, they loved it. They absolutely loved it. We all sat there. We all jumped at the, the bit when they found Ben Gardner. We all, we all, oh my God! And, um, they were terrified and, but, but thrilled. It felt like a proper grown up film to them. They were amazed at all the smoking that was going on in it. Um, there's not that much, there's only one S bomb, I think, in it. Um, and instead of, whenever there's a swear word in a film now, my youngest doesn't go, oop, there it goes. He just goes, oh, like that. Disappointed. Oh. So we watched Jaws. And it was great. It was such a good film. It, uh, it was so much better than I remember it. Absolutely brilliant. And the shark only looks rubbish for like the last three or four minutes. And the boys didn't pick up on it, actually. Up until then, the shark looks great. The last three or four minutes is a pony shark. But it, the film is, the, the, the acting is so good that you, you kind of buy into it. And then, of course, I put them to bed. Ten minutes later, the youngest comes in crying. Oh, I'm 
scared. I'm going to have a nightmare about the film. Can I sleep in bed with you? And I said, no, you can go. And I said, come and get into bed with me now and we'll talk about it. I said, you know, the, the dead guy you saw, it was a dummy. It wasn't a real boat. It was probably filmed. That bit was probably filmed in a swimming pool. None of it's real. It's all actors. And, uh, and then the eldest came in. Oh, I'm gonna, and I sent them off. And of course they didn't have nightmares, but they're obsessed with it now obsessed the next day they wanted to play jaws they were listening to the Remy nicole album and turning every song into a song about jaws and about sharks and that's the way they're working through the trauma i think so they're asking me questions about how they did it was it computers said no none of it was computers they wouldn't have had computers they spotted the crappy 70s green screen because they're big fans of green screen come in paul talking jaws showed jaws to my seven and nine year old and sunday it would have been sunday it would have been and uh, and they loved it Absolutely loved it. It's the only film genuinely. Is this working? Where are we? Oh, Can God you hear knows. me, mother? God knows these studios. Hello, my Earth calling. Uh, is that sorry? The only film genuinely that gave me nightmares, and I was at uni, and I went with my then girlfriend, soon to be first wife, to the pictures to see it. Home Bay Odeon, yeah. now demolished. Yeah, and loved it, but really jol- jolted by it. And I had a dream that night. We yeah. were living in the middle floor of a student house in our little bedroom, and I dreamt a shark with legs came up the stairs yeah. but knocked on the door. Yeah, it yeah. really freaked a me out. Great shark. film. Great film. It's great. I haven't I haven't seen it probably since I was about twelve or thirteen. I was blown away at how good it looked. They've obviously cleaned it up. I've got no idea where you're speaking to. They've changed the microphones. I don't know what's going on. Uh, they've obviously cleaned it up. But also, the first half, when then before they go on the boat, still really fast. I was worried that a lot of a lot of 70s films are quite slow. Still pretty But he came from telly, hadn't he, Spielberg? So it was very yeah. much keep it going, keep pretty, it going. And then the second half is a lot slower on the boat. But again, the, boy, uh, the boys loved it. And Robert Shaw in that, what's not to love? Well, uh, they, they oh. all hated him. He was a, he oh. was a, a an alcoholic at the time, and yeah. they they uh, but he's amazing in it. Oh, fantastic actor! I've forgotten the fingernails down oh, the board, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was it SS was, Indianapolis. Yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> it was it was so good, and the, and I thought it was a real uh, you know moment for us to sit there and watch this film. I don't think they still film. do it, but I took my son years ago. They probably they used to have a Jaws ride at Universal, uh, and it they, was theme parking. Yeah. But what was great was they had the moment when you know we're going to need a bigger boat and the. Yeah. Quite clearly, the animatronic George got, but it still gave everybody yeah, that lovely yeah. free soul. Oh, it's lovely what, it's what they call now, uh, what do they call it, jump scares. So it, where someone yeah, makes the boat's head in the boat. Oh, yeah, that was the <laughs> bit. That was the bit when we all screamed. Actually, I've <laughs> yeah. forgotten that. We all screamed. That's Ben Gardner. And, of course, uh, Ben Gardner. Ben well Gardner. Remember. Yeah, we're well, not worried about Johnny Shaw at the weekend. Um, and well um, and the boys were yeah. just terrified, but loved it. But but then I had to. So was it this weekend? Psycho for <laughs> chainsaw Massacre. Texas Chainsaw Massacre and then Driller Killer. I tell you what, I rewatched it the weekend. Yeah. I found it on I've got a VHS combi. It's a Japanese horror film. Have you ever seen... Do you like horror films? Yes, mate, yes. Have you seen Audition? I love it. Miki Takeshi. I've forgotten the Takeshi. moment when the sack starts. The, the, yeah. don't, don't say anymore. Cause blah, 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 but, um, yeah, we, me and, I used to watch that years ago with the next and we just used to call it Sack. So we watched Sack. <sighs> in it? He's, he's nuts. He did, I think it's Miyiki Takashi. I'm trying, I'm getting confused with Beat Takashi. He did a, a comedy horror musical called Happiness of the Katakaris. And it's about this family and they inherit or they buy like a bed and breakfast in the middle of nowhere. 
and then like the residents just keep dying. But it's a musical. It's so good. I have to look out. Look out for that. Yeah. The only one of his, I think, I've probably seen others, but can't remember his, the director's name. But he's great done. Film. He's he's like even by Japanese standards, he's especially dark. Yeah. You got until 58.20, Paul, so tell us what's happening on the show, please. Okie dokie, well, until this week we thought there were seven on the whole of planet Earth. They found an eighth. We've got the geologist who discovered it. It's a volcano with a permanent lava lake. Okay, oh. but it's down on the Sandwich Islands in Antarctica. It's about 700 feet across, constant temperature, 1,000 degrees Celsius. What they can't work out is the others are mainly in the Caribbean around that way. Yeah. They can't work out how it's working with all the ice unless the water's feeding it and keeping it going. But around the top, and it's spectacular, you can see some images. They found it via satellite imagery. It's got these mushrooms of snow, but they say they're like icing sugar. And you think, what a beautiful planet we live on. Wow. There are eight now lava lakes, permanent lava lakes on planet Earth, so we're talking to geologist about that. We're also going to be hearing from a bloke who wants to be, he's a lovely fella, called, he wants to be an enduro man. He's done the Iron Man Challenge. Oh, yeah. It will involve running from Marble Arch to Dover, 80 odd miles. Forget that. Swimming across the channel yeah. in his speedos, no wetsuit, he wants to set the world record, and then cycling 181 miles from Calais to Paris. No. He's doing it for some great causes, but he's a lovely fella, so he's on the programme as well. We're back tonight, 10, Paul Ross next. This is Talk Radio. This is Talk Radio. Thank you.